Yeah, no music here as we have a little bit of breaking news here on Jobbing Out, so we're putting it right at the front. I'm here in Rockville. I got Glenn and AJ both on the phone. So, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, most of you will know the breaking news. Massive changes to uh, TLC due to a uh, either a meningitis or a mumps outbreak amongst the WWE roster. Yeah, so let's let's start really quickly by saying, like, if you've already listened to the show once this week, and you're just coming back. That's why we put this at the beginning of the show, so you can just listen to this part. You don't have to listen to anything else. If you haven't listened to the show yet this week, and you're hearing this, we did a whole show. We did TLC picks. It's a disaster, though, because the entire card is effed up. The whole show is, is great. Sean Creedle is our guest, and he makes picks with us from MCW. Melina, she's awesome. I hope you listen to the whole thing, but we did feel it necessary after we got the news to come back in and sort of break this down. And the nice part is that AJ barely showed up for the show the first time, so we're actually going to get about as much AJ here as you're going to get for the rest of the show. So anybody who's listening to this will know, uh, if you're in this for me, which most of you are, I think, uh, you can just turn the show off. By the way, congratulations to AJ. Yes, he, uh, congratulations. He did need uh, get a job, as we referenced uh, during the course of the week. Yeah, um, weird. The, the right, damn so, you for waking me up at 8.30 after I had to work till 2.30 the night before with that string of 10 texts in a row. Hey, but I can't say do it. Lose, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really funny. That was actually really funny. All right, so, so here's the deal. Um, I guess we start with the seriousness of this, right? Like, this is obviously a really, really serious issue, and I can only imagine how, like, terrifying it is for everyone involved with WWE, um, you know, we don't know exactly what it is. And look, this doesn't, meningitis mumps, typically not life-threatening, um, but still awful. awful I mean, vi- viral awful. meningitis is not necessarily life-threatening, but can really fuck you up and can be highly contagious. I remember, you know, back no in college when there was an outbreak on campus, like them doing full meetings in the dorms and being like, yo, if you think you have this, tell someone immediately because otherwise the entire dorm's going to get it. And like, like I said at the beginning, it's, it's kind of amazing that it's never, to our knowledge, really happened before in wrestling, considering how tight the quarters are and everything. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember hearing about this a few days ago, people speculating, why are Bo and Bray both not at the arena constantly? And some right. people said, hey, there might be this thing going on. And as we found out uh, this afternoon, it spread at least to Roman, maybe to Kevin Owens as well. We don't know why he was pulled off the road, but pulling two and two together might equal that. Well, and it's a different locker room, so I don't know what to make of that. AJ, you, did you guys ever have, like, a staff infection scare, anything like that? Um, um, in a no, we never, had, in your we, never, we never had a staff infection scare at, like for any team that I played for. However, I have played against teams that did and when we played like when the bucks had one like i think three years ago yeah um uh we played them in the regular season after having already played them in the preseason and when we played them in the regular season it was after like the the outbreak had happened and they had to like fumigate their whole like visiting team locker room home team locker room all that shit and so like when we left they like redid all of our uh, locker room, like, fumigation-wise, just so that they could, oh, wow. like, just in case we brought anything back with us. Dude, that's terrifying. It's, it's scary, man. It's really, really scary. Um, 
uh, you know, so so they're left. You know, one of the, one of the crazy things we always say. I think all three of us uh, agree with this statement. We don't agree with much. Um, like for example, we don't agree with the fact that we even that respect each other as human beings. Correct. But one thing that we can agree about is that we've regularly said that many times when the WWE is in this position, they end up doing some of their best work. Um, they are. They, I, I guess like we call them um, uh, like Ben Roethlisberger, right? They're great they, uh, uh, scrambling or breakdown quarterbacks, right? Like they, they, in these situations, tend to do the best that they can, given what it is they're working with. And amazingly, given all of this, they figure out a way to make TLC, which I got to be honest with you, was kind of like a eh to me. Like it's fine, getting the shield. They've now made it legitimately must watch. Like that's the reality is that if you're a professional wrestling fan, you absolutely have to watch Sunday night because it, it's crazy, but holy shit, Kurt Angle is in a match. We'll see what that means, but holy shit, Kurt Angle is in a match. How I don't understand how this happened. This, to me... I, I really, to me, I just want to be a fly on the wall in the meeting when, they, when Vince goes, all right, Roman's out. Okay. Who can we replace him with that wouldn't make people lose their minds in the wrong way? We, we can't just throw a random guy on Raw in there. We can't call a legend on short notice. And Kurt Angle's going to be like, well, I can wrestle. <laughs> like, that, that, like, that's no, the amazing... No, Kurt, we're good. <laughs> First of all, like... When did he get cleared? That's the one thing I want to know. That, that, or there's a number of things I want to know. One thing, when did he get medically cleared, considering that they won't let Daniel Bryan get anywhere near a bump? How did right. they clear well, and, Kurt Angle in two seconds? I think we have to be careful about... I, like, this is one thing, and I know that Kurt has said that he's used the word wrestle in social media, but I, I got a funny feeling that maybe this isn't as on the up and up as it seems like it is, right? Like, this well, if, is if, if they do a bait and switch with the return of Kurt Angle, then fuck WWE. Well, I hear you, but it's not really like... It's like they've been selling this, you know what I mean? Like, well, they and, put and, Kurt Angle in this match. They could do something where Kurt Angle gets wrecked by Braun Strowman early on, and I get right. he'd have to take a bump. But oh, I don't, I don't expect him, I don't expect him to, to get... And so to have him be part of the match, yeah. and maybe even come in and hit a move or something, like, I just still have a funny feeling about this, given... If, like, I, I, if, if, if Kurt Angle's going to come in and beat Kurt Angle and on two days' notice, I, boy, I'm, I'll, be, I'll still be surprised by that. I, I agree with you. I think he's going to spend long portions of the match just kind of down and out. It'll be weird because I guess it, the question is, like, is it a normal tag? Do they have to tag in and out, or is it because TLC that it's just everybody in the ring at once, which would make things a little more complicated for that. But again, you can just, like you said, have Braun absolutely wreck him. Um, it, it, it's look, fascinating. I, it's fascinating that they decided right. that Here's Kurt Angle is the... Even if Kurt does some Kurt Angle stuff, even if this is going to be a match for him, even if he's really wrestling, I still don't think it's that big of a deal that, you know, it, I don't think this wrecks anything that you might still have planned. Because the truth is, Kurt Angle having a one-on-one -on -one match against someone is still bigger than this. Like, yes, this is Kurt Angle coming back and, and being Kurt Angle again and wrestling and all that, 
but I don't think it ruins whatever you might have planned. If there was always, you know, what like this, this might be a giveaway that, that there was this a plan that he was going to wrestle at, say, Survivor Series or at you know the uh, you know at the Rumble or at WrestleMania. I still think that all of those things can be in play, and maybe this was always like you know. Here's a crazy thought. We were talking this week about, you know, how do you do this all over again with the Shield in a couple weeks, right? Like, how is it that you could possibly do this match, have the Shield win, and then have something credible for them at Survivor Series? Well, what if the answer was always the Shield were going to lose here and they were going to find one more teammate for Survivor Series and that teammate was going to be Kurt Angle? It's, it's, I mean, go ahead, AJ. What's crazy to me is that this reminds me a lot, like based off what, just like what you just said, Glenn. It reminds me a lot of The Rock at Survivor Series with John Cena, like just like the pre Lucy Lucy warm up to the main event. It's like the appetizer that you're that you're begging for. Right. And I think that, and I think that the reason why it it works perfect is because yeah. They could still do a one-on-one match at Survivor Series, but if Kurt Angle is actually going to be in this match and he's actually going to wrestle and he's actually going like the plan is for him to have a match at WrestleMania, then like this is honestly, even though it's weird to say, it's the perfect way to do it because you have just oh my god, so much excitement about Kurt Angle now. Boom! So after the match, he's going to have a storyline building to the actual match from that point and that can lead to a match at survivor series against whoever you want to throw them in it doesn't matter it's still gonna be a great match and then you have that build to the wrestlemania match and then all the way he's in the world rumble he does all the things that he needs to do on his last run and then you maybe it even me i mean it's crazy to say this but maybe it isn't his last run i mean he's about to be in a tlc match right right we think yeah that's yeah. a good point I mean, I, think about what we're saying here. Kurt Angle is making basically an unprompted return to WWE television in a TLC match. What the right. fuck is going on right, right. now? This is well, so crazy, but this is also why. sort of the crazy nature of this particular pay-per-view, right? Like, that they scrambled to come up with something that would work while Brock Lesnar was out. They got it with the Shield reunion. Okay, but you're legitimately about to have a pay-per-view. Like, let's say they went any other direction. You would have a pay-per-view with no championship match and no Shield reunion. What yeah. would you have? You oh, kind of yeah. had to do this. I this mean, was... unless you did something, unless you did something oh really God. crazy like Broken Matt. Oh my God! Hold on, guys. I just, I just thought of this. Wait a minute. What if? Okay, go with me here. What if this is the beginning of the end of the Jason Jordan Kurt Angle saga? Right, it all leads to Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan having like a match at WrestleMania. Jason, Jor- Jason Jordan runs in and, and costs the the Shield Angle-ish team the match type thing. Yes, like like Braun Strowman is beating the crap out of his dad, right? And so, and, like, and you think Jordan's going to come out and and protect his dad, and then he turns on him. Either yeah. protects him, either protects him now, and that begins the the real roll into Survivor Series where he can turn on him, or he turns on him now. Yes. Right. No, there's a ton of ways you can go very well. Now yeah. they they better really believe in Jason Jordan if they're giving him that, right? Like if they're giving you the build with Kurt Angle for like the WrestleMania match, 
you better believe Jason Jordan is the fucking greatest talent you've ever seen, man. Like, I mean, he's already, he's already he's pretty, he's pretty fucking great, but, and, I mean, he's, they gave him the angle name. Son. Yeah, they gave him the angle name. I mean, I hear you, but they've also made, uh, in fairness, like, at one point, uh, Mr. Kennedy was going to be Vince McMahon's son, right? Like, they've done stuff like that before, giving you the one-on-one WrestleMania match. But like, like that's a big, big moment. Well, and Kennedy was um, supposed to get that if he didn't test positive and get injured and everything else that happened to him that year. <laughs> I guess, I guess, man. I don't know. Like, I, look, at, at the end of the day, again, as as we're all saying, right? Like, it's crazy. It's insane. I can't believe it's happening. Holy shit! But at the same time, I'm way more interested. <laughs> like, I am so in right now. Um, it's fascinating. There's plenty of places that you can go with this. Do you think Angle and will wear the shield vest? What's that? Do you think Angle will wear the shield vest? How awesome would that be? No. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're going to try to make Kurt Angle a member of the shield. I think they're, And I actually think it's really important that you can't. Yeah. If you bastardize Kurt Angle's return to a ring yeah. by by doing that, that's that's a mistake. Here's... And, and there's nothing. Go ahead. It, well, look, he's. This is Kurt Angle we're talking about. Oh, I, 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 it was more a joke. I will say this. They need to make a storyline reason why Kurt Angle felt the need to step into this match. And there, there are ways you can do it, but you can't oh, just, sure. you, you can't he just, can just leave say, it. He can just say he's the GM and there's so many people with meningitis that he had to put himself in the match. So or or he can even say something like, I'm sick of Braun Strowman thinking it's okay to just attack everybody on my roster as yeah. well. Like, I mean, it's... You, it's really easy to do that. It's like, easy to do it, but you have to do it. Yeah. I, I, I agree 100%. There are plenty of reasons. You know, he, Miz was pissing him off. He was, you know, going around his rules. He, and you're probably going to get interference in this and everything else. There are many ways to do it. You just have to come out and say it because you it's very odd, storyline-wise. What's, cra- what's crazy is that, uh, that Kurt Angle being added to this match is not even going to make... Like, to be honest with you, I am much more excited to see Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Than any, well, Finn Balor versus any, AJ Styles is the shit. Nobody's arguing. Than, yeah. Than anything else amazing. on the card. I right. mean, literally, there's nothing on that card, or I don't. I, I honestly don't think, like, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles is a WrestleMania match. Yes, that, that is match of the year potential right there. <laughs> sure. That now, is, the, that is the, the only difference there being, there's far less that you can get out of it, right? Like, you're going to get a fucking amazing match. Yeah, like, and that's nobody's a, arguing yeah. with that. It, it, but it'll be a match, and then they'll go back to their separate brands. Right, it's an exhibition match, which I get it. They're all exhibition matches. It's professional wrestling, for fuck's sake. But, you know what I mean. Like, right. this is just a, we're doing this because... We needed to give you guys something because we're taking other things away, and it's a pretty fucking good one to give you. How, like, how about how about this? Wait, how one. about this for getting something out of it? Uh, you have, you know, you have AJ. Th- this would suck in the short term, be awesome in the long term. You have AJ and Finn fighting. You have a good match. You have the Bludgeon Brothers run in. Then you have the Good Brothers come out and neutralize it to oh, set up oh the Wyatt family oh versus God. the club at Survivor Series. Like I don't know what just happened. There. Jesus Christ. Like, you could do that. When we're setting up for something like Survivor Series, like, that's the time to pull the trigger on something a little bit off ball, you know, off the wall like that. I'm for it. I'm 100% for it, dude. I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm all in. All in. Although, it's a little bit awkward because isn't 
who's the heel and who's the face, right? <laughs> like, are you going to give AJ Styles? I, I, I don't know how you do that, but whatever. I don't care. Just do it. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it. that that's one of those things. Yeah, you just kind of let it work out. Presumably the Wyatts yeah, would I'm be the you. face I'm there, but or the it. heels. But, it, would uh, be, it would be so... It would be so cute if they found a way to have, after all of this shit with the cease and desist order, <laughs> to have all four of them too sweet in the middle of the ring. That oh, you You know they're well. I mean, you've noticed that the Good Brothers, like they've ramped that. I think on their tights they had the too sweet lately. Like this is something that they, they're. Yeah, they've, they've not only had the too sweet, but they had the hashtag BC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, th- this is something that they're at least, I- if they're not going to push it, they're thinking about it somewhat consciously. So, yeah, that wouldn't no suck. Doubt. That wouldn't no suck. Doubt. All in. All right. All right. Let's let's make our picks because everybody's got a show to listen to. Um, so let's go ahead. First of all, Sean Creedle is our guest picker this week from MCW. Aaron, I don't have my phone in front of me. What were the picks that he ended up making for the two matches that now... Uh, we we have that we didn't have before. Uh, let me pull up Sean here. I think he went with the she or the. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the, the faces. He, he, he went, I'm sticking. I had picked originally the heels, and I had picked Finn originally. So I'm sticking with those two picks. Um, again, presuming there's nothing more coming from Finn and AJ. And by the way, well, like wait, if, didn't if, you if pick Aaron s- certainly scenario where there could be? Didn't you pick Sister Abigail at first? That, I guess it doesn't really matter what you picked at first, but yeah. Okay, right. Anyway, the moral of the story is I, I'm, I'm keeping my two picks the same way, the heels and Finn. Um, AJ? Uh, yeah, I well, I did pick Bray, and I did pick The Shield, because um, I definitely think both of those people would have won. However, in this new lineup, I think Kurt Angle eats the pin uh, on his return, yeah. And uh, I think that uh, Finn Balor wins because it's a raw pay-per-view. And no other reason other than that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I, I'm, Aaron, I, I'm with you on Finn Balor, and I had originally picked him. I was on the shield at first, and I am switching over to the heels. Uh, you guys mentioned the Jason Jordan. I could absolutely, instead of maybe turning on him there, what if he throws in the towel there? That's a way that 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 keeps everybody strong, and you know, no one really submits yeah. or gets pinned or anything. So I, I think we could yeah. see that. And what was uh, and what were Sean's picks? Oh, Sean picked uh, Team Shield Angle, and he picked, I believe he picked AJ Styles. Hold on, let me pull, pull that up real quick here. Uh, yeah, yeah, he says Styles, right. Vi- well, um, Styles, Styles yeah. via DQ, and I guess he's kind of thinking of a some someone involved, you know, Bray Wyatt attacks AJ Styles. I guess that's his okay. thought process there. Okay, all right, very good. All right, well, enjoy, enjoy the rest of the show, and, um, uh, you know, go fuck yourselves. Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out.
Welcome in. It is episode number I have legitimately lost count. Jobbing out. <laughs> I honestly got, I think I got last week's wrong. Like, I, whatever I, we what thought we, it was. We're it was like 138, one, right? It's it was like either that? 136 or 137. Okay. Really? I think it was actually 136. You should I, know this. Nah, we gave up on that a long time ago. We put listed as the date now. We don't list it as the episode number. Oh, that so did. the only reason why we'd remember the episode number is if I say it at the beginning of the show. Well, we used to have bits because, like, football right. players or whatever. Right. And once you have... get to 136, it's like, uh, yeah, there's, there's no references of, for 136. So I think this is actually episode number 137. I think I just said it was 137 last week because we all looked at each other before the show. We're like, 136. Six or 137. We're like, 137, just go with it. (laughs) This is actually episode number 137. Look, this is Goldberg's streak. If we add a couple people, a couple episodes on, it's a fact. You know, this is actually episode 210. We did like five (laughs) episodes in a week. I'm Glenn, uh, Glenn Clark, of course. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. AJ, um, will t- I, uh, settle down over there, Sean. I was going to say, I'm not AJ Francis. Well, you're not. That is true. <laughs> no, you're you're definitely, definitely not AJ definitely Francis not over AJ there. <laughs> so I don't think we can say a lot about what's going on with AJ today. Uh, hopefully it's going to involve Well, some- we, we might find out later in the episode. We're hoping. This is a really awkward situation to find ourselves in, as we decided what day we are going to um, tape this week's show, in part because of AJ's schedule. Because he said, guys, I need to do Wednesday. And then something happened. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And we're hoping there's good news at some point. He'll, he'll be joining us for the picks segment. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping. Yeah, that's not a given either. This is a picks week. We are going to make our picks for uh, uh, TLC on this week's show. And we're hoping that AJ will be able to at least phone in to do those picks. But if he doesn't, it's probably a good reason right. that it's he a, doesn't. And, a... and, before this, and if he doesn't, you'll know before the show comes out. Uh, presumably, yes, you would know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would understand. I guess it does make all this kind of pointless. Yes. Um, <laughs> so if you, huh, I guess I didn't really need to go the, the, the whole distance that I've gone with this. Point being, we're hoping he's going to make our picks or make picks with us. If he if he can't, then we're just going to post his picks a little bit later on on Twitter or something like that. There's a lot going on, and we're not. A lot of times we're mad at somebody, right? When a situation like this unfolds, we're not mad at AJ. We're not mad at it. Well, I mean, we're mad at AJ well, for other reasons. Yes. Yeah, right? Because he's an insufferable douche. Yes. Um, but I, I only sort of mean that. Uh, <laughs> um, but we're not mad at him for the fact that he's not here because it, it is out of his control. And it's a very good thing, uh, the reason why he is not here. So that's what's going on. In his stead, we welcome back our buddy Sean Creedle from MCW. Sean, good uh, to see you again, pal. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Um, Sean will not only uh, uh, be our co-host this week, but, of course, it, it fits in nicely. And he'll be our guest picker uh, this week for uh, TLC. He was he was bragging last week about his predicting prowess, about how he predicted Sami Zayn would turn heel, and I, I like, wish you know you what? And I wish you could find that clip. If you had that clip nah, as proof, we don't, we don't really do that. No, what? No. That's not really something that we do around here. I just no. remember you guys coming after me like, "There's no way. Why would you turn Sami? It makes no sense." I don't feel like that's I, something that we would have said. I think that most of us. Am were I kind making of, that up? Yeah, I think that part okay. you might be. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not saying that you didn't predict it. I might. Yeah, you, you're uh, definitely the first that. one to say yeah, it. But, but I, I don't think we would have said that. Like we, we might have said, uh, we don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, like considering what they were doing with Sammy, which was nothing. Was, right, I don't think nobody right. <laughs> was really opposed to it. And I think the more they had him interacting, the more we were all convinced that it was coming. Yep. So anyway, whatever. Sean's here. We let's will, start uh, there. Oh, do you want to start there? Let's right, start let's there. Start there. Oh, you know what? No, we have other things to do first. Oh, we're doing this this segment. Yep. I thought we were going to wait till segment three. Why would we wait till segment three? Because that's our <laughs> normally going off the reservation goofy segment. I have not yet tried the mystery Oreos. All right. 
I have heard about them, obviously, for some time. I have not tried one. Aaron, there you go. Aaron uh, took I'm care sure. of. Aaron took care of the Oreos this Do week. Do we really nice. want to try this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, really well, why, why would we not want to try it? This could be. All right, I have heard a lot of things on the internet about what this might be. Are you guys ready? All right, let's three, see. two, one. Okay. Tastes like Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have said Fruity Pebbles. Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, yeah. But remember, they did the Fruit Crisp Oreo last year, so it'd be very lame. They just basically turned around and did the same thing, only labeling mm-hmm. it as a mystery Oreo. It's fine. It's not bad. Yeah. I like the um, the fruit. Yeah, like the... Kind of almost like a stale, like it. it that's what it tastes like. It t- tastes like almost stale Fruit Loops. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't think they want to market it that way. <laughs> no, but that's what it tastes like. Like if that's what they come up with, it might make more sense as to why they went with mystery Oreo <laughs> instead of stale instead Fruit Loops. Of stale fruit available loop. this month, stale <laughs> Fruit Loop Oreos. It's okay. It's okay. I don't need another one. Anybody want another one? No. All right. Um, no, now the pumpkin spice. I've tried the apple pie. I don't feel the need to try the apple pie with you boys. Yeah, me either. But we will try the pumpkin spice Oreos. <clears throat> I am a proponent of pumpkin spice flavored things, just for the record. That's because you're a basic you white a girl. PSL person? I am a what, – what's that? A pumpkin you're a PSL spice? person? I don't drink coffee. Oh, okay. So I've actually never had a pumpkin spice latte. But I am a basic white girl in, every, in almost every single way. I'm mm. not, I've watched all of the Gilmore Please Girls. Please loop that around. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead and get yourself a pumpkin spice Oreo there, Sean. Thank you, Aaron, for pr- providing the Oreos this week. Of course. And yeah, totally going against my diet, but thank you. Your diet? Who Shut you up. have two cookies. We're on the radio. No one knows. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> let's, let's try this thing. Oh, I love it. I love it. Nothing wrong with it. I love it. I, I actually like the mystery flavor better. Oh, you're a I'm serious. That's what a pumpkin spice Oreo should taste like. Yeah. That's perfect. Do- doesn't crack... You know, my top three or four Oreos. No. But it's, it's fine. It's a very tasty Oreo. All right. Well, I enjoyed that. Now, do we have to talk about wrestling? Or can we just end the show now? I guess we should talk a little uh, bit about it. Damn it. All right. A little bit. Later on in the program, Melina was joining the program. Um, she, I have no idea, may or may not be currently the MCW Women's Champion. I feel like I'm going to have to call the general manager to yeah, find out what might, the status is. You might want to look into that, Sean. Um, <laughs> Sean, of course, is the booker of MCW, and also One doesn't up, know. There's a team, and also doesn't know if Molina is currently the MCW Women's Champion. But I we do she... know she's a former WWE Women's Champion or a time Divas <clears throat> Champion. She's a champion in our hearts. She's certainly a champion in our hearts, and yes. we are looking forward to chatting with Molina a little bit later on in the program. She will be uh, with uh, MCW this Saturday night um, at uh, Manchester Valley. Yes, and first then, time there. And then November 10th, back at the MCW Arena for yes. Autumn Armageddon. Yes, the Autumn who, Armageddon Tour continues. And who else is coming out this Saturday? It's uh, Is it Nash? Kevin Nash That's will right. be there. I've heard that name before. Uh, I've heard of him. How, I, I, it, I enjoyed that promo he's a great we did actor. at the uh, tribute to the uh, legends. Okay, funny <laughs> story about that, right? So he, <laughs> he's been all around the world. WrestleMania, everything, right? And he can't find Le- his baby. Well... <laughs> This he, he, totally legit. The scariest thing, the scariest thing he's ever had to deal with is walking down our ramp. Well, I mean, anytime well, that involves now, him having to use his quad, well, I can yeah, certainly yeah. understand why he'd be now, terrified. Now, for those that haven't seen our ramp, 
for some reason, is ridiculously high. It's yes. almost a 45-degree angle. So for Kevin Nash to walk down, yes. <laughs> and he said oh, it last time a couple years ago. He's like, you guys, ch-, he knew we changed the ramp. He's like, it's at a higher angle now. And, like, he started flipping out, but it's, that's true. If I was Kevin Nash, knowing what he's been through, and I walked in, I'd say, yep. guys, how about I just meet you in the ring? <laughs> I, or, or I'll do it from the top of the ramp. Yeah, right? Like, all those things would be optional. Come on, it wouldn't be Big Daddy cool if he didn't walk down. Yo, it's going to be Big Daddy not going to be able to walk. <laughs> all right, we will, uh, we'll talk to Molina later on in the program. Let, uh, let us indeed get to Sami Zayn. Um, so... It, first of all, you brought this up last week. It is super weird they haven't bothered to change Sammy's music. Super weird. You know, I, I said it last I, week. I'm, I'm turning on it slightly. Really? I, I, because the way it's it's the way he does his entrance now, the subtle thing. Oh, and, I do and, like the, and, yeah. and the thing, yeah. I, I said he's going to have problem as a character getting over as a heel because, of, you know, when he talks, he's so earnest. But the heel mannerisms he has are so good yeah and you pair that with the music that yeah you kind of want to punch him in the face yeah. he's now he's over now. the top with it yeah you saw him walk down and he's cocky and he's arrogant he's, he's and shit. now his dance is for him it's not for the fans anymore. yeah so i my my initial reaction was they have to change the music but when you now that i've seen his mannerisms mm-hmm. i don't know they necessarily have it's still to. tough for me to not want to sing along to it i mean it's still tough true for me, you know and I mean? some like, people were but i, I think as he evolves and he cuts more of the promos that he cut, like like he did this past Tuesday night. I, I think the fans will turn. The on. other issue about the promos that he's cutting, and this is a, it's it's a it's a big it's a subtlety thing. I I like playing up. I don't care about you people. I like that. What I don't like is sort of speaking the truth. I don't like the. You know, I think that's a little close to it, home. Well, and that's the last week. I thought he spoke the truth and. It didn't work as evil because of his target this time. Because he spoke the truth, A, at the fans. Anytime you go directly after the fans, I, you're going to get booze. And I don't care if it's cheap. I don't care whatever. It works. True. It works. And then you partner it with the fact that he went after Daniel Bryan in his hometown. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, that, that was. Yes. Again, obviously. is it cheap eat? Yes, it's 100% cheap eat. You have it, to it do may it. not. But you, for someone like Sammy, who's going to struggle to get completely over as a heel. That's the way you do it. You partner him with people. Because Shane, I don't know if that's going to be the person who necessarily cements him as a heel. Like I said, last week, he came off as sympathetic when he was complaining about Shane. When he complains about Daniel Bryan, when he complains about the fans, okay, you're a little less sympathetic now. Now, is this a long-term thing? No, obviously, Daniel Bryan's not going to be in his hometown every single week. Obviously, it can't lead to a Daniel Bryan match. But for now, when you're trying to establish him, yes, Sami Zayn is a heel. It was done perfectly, I thought, on Tuesday. Um, first of all, a, a memo to uh, SmackDown broadcasters this week, Michael Cole. Uh, there is nothing shocking about the general manager of the show returning next week. We just got the shocking news that Shane McMahon will be back next week. <laughs> what is shocking about that? Well, they were, they were vamping. That they, they were very clearly like, <laughs> that was supposed to, you know, Shane is returning. It was supposed to fade to black from there. Those last two minutes or whatever okay, was I'm, very clearly not I'm supposed to be on the show. I'm glad you brought that up. The show ended early. 
yeah. on live television and ended early. And here comes Kevin Owens <laughs> back out there. Oh, and it, it, tur- it turned out to be wonderful. Like yes. I said, it was hilarious. It was wonderful, and there could not be like more perfect people to do that. But it very clearly, they botched the timing of everything. Oh, yeah, because they finished with three minutes early. Next thing you know, here they come back out to cut a new promo, <laughs> right. which was probably better than any, anything that they had beforehand. Yeah. So it worked out. By the way, and, and the WWE doesn't need to really figure out this, this hard time thing for them. They are really struggling with it. There have been a lot of awkward endings yeah. to SmackDown since they've gone live with SmackDown, which, again, you know, like that happens that when you have to be out at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Why they wouldn't try to negotiate with what, USA to well, let them have an well, overrun? The, the, I I, part of the problem is the, when it mainly happens is when they have to do in-ring, like moving parts. We saw it this week where they had to to go, you know, finish the match in ring, and then they had to go backstage to do that. Yeah. That, so the timing didn't. When it's just a match, yeah. they generally don't have a problem with the, it. The the other part that's that's a major problem is not only do they have to finish up SmackDown, but they have another live show immediately following that. So and it's literally a two minute, three minute window. So it's hard to finish a live SmackDown. Then you have to take those blue ropes off, replace the blue ropes with the well, purple thought, ropes, I, and then have a live 205 Live immediately on the network. Well, I think that they've, they, they should try to announce 205 Live starts at 10.05, but they should have content that's ending from SmackDown on the WWE Network yes. at 10 o'clock. And immediately as soon as we go off, make sure you're in the WWE Network because whatever you see, the last shot on your screen, mm-hmm. that's going to continue – to kick off our 10 o'clock hour and, on the network. And they used to do that with Raw for a while, where Raw ended on USA, but you had to turn on the network feed yeah. to watch whatever else was happening afterwards, and they continued the storyline. Yeah, I've, I've thought that would be a good idea. Maybe that's them. a way that you increase yeah. 205 ratings. Um, look, all this being said, I'm in on Sammy. I still need to know you know, where you're going. Is it Sammy and Kevin versus Triple H and Shane? Is it, you know, like, what's... what's God, the- I'd love to see Vince and Shane, though. I mean, just, I would, but yeah. Just for the sheer, like, the, the wrestling side of me doesn't, the fact no. that we're seeing Steen Erico <laughs> against the McMahons in a ring is just like, <laughs> no, I hear what you. is going on? No, 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 I hear you. I just don't think I really want <laughs> oh, that. Oh, no, no. But um, against Triple H and Shane, it makes total sense. Yes. Okay, but when? Uh, I think you built it. I think that... What, WrestleMania? W- That's a Rumble. long time. Yeah, I, I think... Um, it, it's up to me. It's the Rumble. I think Survivor Series, you have a... Uh, Owens led team and a, you know, Daniel Bryan and Shane pick that, or Shane could even lead the team. Shane probably only, yeah. Yeah, but something, you, you basically do Team Owens versus Team SmackDown management, and that's how you get all the faces in and all the heels in and everything else when, I guess your champion's n- not defending the title at yeah, it, but yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that, that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you do the Survivor Series thing, and then, yeah, you, ne- you know, you have Owens' team maybe go over. And then you have Rumble. You do. I'd like the the tag match there. Yeah. Do you see Owens and Zayn going after the tag team championship? No, no. not at all. Beneath no, them. I, 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 regardless I would, of who the champions are, if the Usos drop it to somebody, then they go after. I'm not. I'm not against it, but I would rather see it as they go over after the singles titles. I think that fits the storyline a little bit. So better. Kevin getting the WWE, Sammy getting Good. the United yeah. States. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's so beneath them. I mean, I just do. That's it's they, they should be in the title picture, and, especially yeah, especially with the way they've treated they, the tag division. And, and obviously, you can change it based on the fact that they're going to be involved in it. Mm-hmm. But the tag division is in such their own bubble mm-hmm. that 
I don't want to see Sammy and Kevin there. I want to see them, you know, feuding with the AJs and everybody else. Right. right. No, I agree with that. Uh, speaking of AJ, that gets us into what you were just alluding to, Aaron, which is this convoluted situation you now have with the title picture, as as has been suggested in the week leading up to it. Uh, it apparently will be Jinder versus Brock champion v. champion at Survivor Series. Why? Eh, nobody knows. Um, who does this help? I don't know. That's that's the thing. This could be... Wait, I- do, you, do you really think that match is going to happen? Yes. Yes, yes 100%. Okay, so it's champion versus champion, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's to say Jinder's the champion going into it? I mean... I think you... Bu- the only reason if, to the only reason to do this is you are billing it as champ the the Raw champion versus the SmackDown champion. Otherwise, why do you need Jinder Mahal versus Brock yeah, Lesnar? No one is clamoring for Jinder versus Brock. No, they not are not at all. <laughs> you know, some people might be clamoring for champion versus champion. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I, I think know, I don't know who they are. And, yeah. I, and I hate those matches anyway. If you're not unifying the titles, and I, I think this. I mean, if Brock runs over Jinder, how does that make SmackDown look? Right. Well, and why? And in what world shouldn't Brock be running over Jinder? And that's the problem. And if Jinder holds his own against Brock, that's a weird look too. Well, I mean, what if Jinder beats Brock? <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Fathom really? That. This is WWE we're talking about. I hear I, you. I just can't fathom it. Um, look, I, these are all the the problem. Really, be, it becomes why would you risk? You you should be protecting both champions. Yes. Why you would do this to either one of them makes no sense. I wouldn't mind if they each had a team now and let it into yes. the Survivor Series, but this one on one thing, I'm not getting. But then I, but but I don't like. We we well, talk it comes about back this. to these pointless like. What? Okay, fine. So let's just say that's what they were doing, right? Let's say that they that that, that this was. Hey, Brock said I don't need to do this, but we can do a, a Raw versus SmackDown type of thing. For what reason? Yeah. Right. Why, why the, does Brock want a team with people? What do they right. get? What does he get why out of it? Why would anybody want a team anybody? with Jinder Mahal? Right. True. Right. He's a piece of ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's the one that's cost them all their opportunity. Like, yes. again, unless you put a stipulation to it, which they should have done last year and they didn't, and I would have no yeah, belief yeah. they would do it this that, year. That Jinder gets his team and says, hey, if we win, I give all of you a title match or, or something. No, 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 no. If SmackDown number- wins, the SmackDown, ma- uh, Smackdown match gets the main event at WrestleMania. Or gets something like that. Or kind of like the old All-Star or, game Or gets, gets number 30, number 30 at the Rumble. In the Royal okay. Rumble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Correct. Those are all the ways that you can do it and make it relevant and have a Raw versus SmackDown that means something. This doesn't... This just seems to be doing it for the sake of doing it. Um, you're getting Brock Lesnar, but not having him defend the championship, right? Like you, You've got an opportunity to have Brock Lesnar work a match... And yet he's not going to defend the title that he never defends. And why is he not defending on the Raw pay-per-view? But I digress. I, he's not <laughs> defending at all. He's not right. defending anything. Right. Like, that's right. My point is, like, you, you only have a certain number of dates to work with Brock Lesnar. You've got a date with Brock Lesnar, and you're not going to have him defend his championship? Right. Come on, dude. This is just bad. It's bad all around. It's completely unnecessary. It reeks of we have... We have plans that we need to get to, and we don't know how to get to them. So a good way to not ruin anything between now and then is to keep them away from other people on their own card. Like, whatever, whatever the long-term They're trying is, to get to the Rumble season is what they're doing, and they're just trying to put a hold on most meaningful things until then. No, there's no reason why you couldn't still do something relevant in the meantime. There's no reason why Brock Lesnar couldn't face someone unexpected for the championship at a pay-per-view. There's no reason why Jinder Mahal couldn't face someone. By the way, Jinder Mahal was once this guy, right? Like, yes. 
until he became champion. There's no reason why you couldn't say, hey, at this particular pay-per-view, we're going to have somebody goofy win a number yeah, one contender. Exactly. Match. Do a six-way match, someone goofy wins. I don't right. like it. But you know what? That's not the, the feature Brock, match of Survivor. Like, if, if, That's not the feature match why of Survivor Series. Why couldn't Brock Lesnar defend his title against Jason Jordan? I know it right. sounds crazy, but if Jason Jordan or, won a number one contenders match, yeah. and you get put and, him in or Cesaro or somebody that yeah. you know, okay, and, this is the night we could actually do and, this. And presumably, you're having like a team shield, you know, shield plus two more people is going to be in a Survivor Series team. And my guess is, like I said, you have Sammy and Kevin against possibly Team Shane. That's your main event right there. This isn't a match uh, pay per view where the titles have to shine. You can get away with doing stuff like that. I, I don't care for it. I don't think it's. I mean, look, let's see. You know what I mean? Obviously, we reserve the right, and this is where we would start. Obviously, if I here, I'll play the role of AJ. Oh, you guys are doing that thing. It's going to be an amazing match, and you guys are going to feel so stupid when you come back in here because the match was great, and I'm going to be the one that said, I knew the match was going to be great, and you guys are going to be like, oh. That was, that's what AJ was. Great. Okay, it's, it, even if it is a good match, which I guess, I mean, Brock doesn't have great singles matches. Not anymore. typically, no. No, so I, I don't know why that would change with gender. Uh, I like gender, but I mean, there's a feel of it being big, right? That's that's you know this is this is the opportunity that you get to see something like this. But in a way, the feeling of it being big is completely taken away by the bizarre nature of it, right? Like it's bizarre. Why? What? The sell that Jinder Mahal did for this on Tuesday only sort of works, right? Like so, essentially, it means that if he doesn't beat Brock Lesnar, then the championship it means nothing. Right, like and that's, that's that's not good. That's the problem. There is, I think you. I'm not going to say you have a problem with credibility, but like Jinder Mahal is not necessarily thought of as the most credible champion, and he's been representing SmackDown for so long. If he gets goes, if this is even this the Brock match that we've had over the past you know few times here, where someone initially gets over on Brock and then Brock just you know stomps him eventually. That's not good for SmackDown. It's not good for Jinder. It's not good for Brock. I mean, it's fine for Brock. It doesn't hurt him at all, but it doesn't really help him either. It does nothing except for potentially hurt SmackDown. I guess the one thing they could do with this is... It, it has to be a schmoz fest. Or have him get counted out. You know what I mean? Like just some, a double DQ where everybody... Yeah, I was going to say, it has to... Like, both both locker rooms run it. Run yeah. out. You know, something like that. I don't really know what you get out of that. I don't... I mean, it's just nothing about this is appealing. I I, I don't think Jinder even makes the Survivor Series as champion. I think that the match is set, but if you want to raise it, I think now that they've introduced it, based on Tuesday night, I think AJ wins the title. But when? It would have to be on an episode of SmackDown. Yeah, I'd be... And then he walks in the Survivor Series to face Brock Lesnar. Well, there'd be a a lot of heat behind an AJ Styles-Brock Lesnar. Yes. I, I... how long away are we from Survivor Series? We four or five good, weeks. Yeah, we're good. I mean, so five, uh, no, it's like mid-November. So yeah, well, yeah, that's we're right, mid-October. You're right, you're right, yeah. Yeah. About, I think I think four and a half weeks. Yeah. So you'd have to do that fairly quickly in order to pull that off. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't it's, wait three weeks. And then you still have the problem of. Legender is very much in the picture. Well, well, I'm talking about the the AJ Brock match. Still has the problem of if Brock's going to smash AJ right after he lost the title, right? But at the same time, I think you would find it less likely that Brock would smash AJ. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think they would be far more concerned about right. protecting. I mean, to me, this this just screams. You know, we, we had Cole say that thing yesterday about you know this is the one time where SmackDown and Raw superstars can interact, which is. Insane. Not yeah, not saying it. <laughs> Heard of the Royal Rumble? <laughs> the Royal Rumble's like, they've done that SummerSlam, they did that Payback, they've done it like, 
whatever here. So to say that's ridiculous, but the fact that they they want to bill it as that, and then they're just like, okay, how do we do this? Okay, we can't just do random Raw versus random SmackDown again. So we'll do this match. That's what it screams to me, yeah. and. I, I think nothing good I, can come from it. I don't understand why each brand just can't have their own Survivor Series matches. I think they are. Okay. I, I think you're going to see a Shield versus whoever, and you're going to see a Owen Zane versus Team Shane. Right, and then there might still be some. I, and then yeah. women's or tag, you, whatever, mm-hmm. thrown in there. I've, I've said this before. I've been over Survivor Series for some time, and I don't understand why they don't just admit that there's there's nothing there anymore. There's nothing interesting about it. I'll tell it. you why. Because they start putting other matches other than Survivor Series matches on there. If that was the one night a year in which all night long that's the only time we get four and but, four or five and five elimination not, matches, I hear you, but they're that's not fine. capable of making those but, interesting anymore. Well, no. They've had Survivor Series where they had no elimination well, I know, matches. But what I'm saying is like they're not, they are not good enough any longer at making Survivor Series matches that are interesting. I, I know this, so, is, this is the tough part. They can't do the work. It's something as simple as we said last year. They can't figure out that you could make this relevant by saying every year – at Survivor Series, we're going to determine which brand gets the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And you want to be in that match because you want that to be on your hands, right? Or you can even say that whoever's involved in that match, whoever survives, gets to claim one of the last spots in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So now in the weeks leading up to Survivor Series, you're competing on SmackDown to get into the match and on Raw to get into that match. And then in, within the match, you're competing to get one of the final spots in the Royal Rumble, right? It could be that, hey, if you got all five guys that survive, you get spot 30, 26 through 30, belong to those five guys, something along those lines. And then in the lines. match, you add it, you know, will you see a guy screw over another guy to make sure they don't get into the top thing? You something know? along those yeah. lines. These are all easy things to do, but they've, they've lost their way. They don't know how to do that. They can only see plan to plan, right? They, they can't think big picture of... This is the type of thing that would make Survivor Series relevant. The way that the Royal why is the Royal Rumble the second most looked forward to pay per view every year? Because it leads right into WrestleMania. No, it's a simple answer. When you come out of the Royal Rumble, you have an answer. This is the person that's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania. You're given an answer to something. It's why regular pay-per-views are more compelling than Survivor Series. Because at the end of a regular pay-per-view, you typically have a championship match. And you walk out knowing this person's the champion or this person isn't the champion. When you get to Survivor Series, it's it's like watching SmackDown, and I, I don't look. SmackDown's a good show. I got no problem with it, but it's just a group of thrown together matches that seem to have no impact, no bearing on anything whatsoever. That come Monday and Tuesday of that week, whatever you saw happen at Survivor Series is irrelevant. It's dumb. It's something they need to do away with. I'm doing a, a hot tag here. We should have called this a hot tag. <laughs> Survivor Series is dead. It's been dead. It's been over. They should either either just scrap the concept altogether. Still, if you want to call the pay-per-view Survivor Series and just not do Survivor Series matches, I'm fine with that. Just make it the, the title of a pay-per-view and try to convince people it's your big fall pay-per-view. This thing where you just do matches for the sake of doing matches is is SmackDown. That's what you already have an opportunity for people to see that. And listen, at one point in time, Vince McMahon agreed with you. He canceled the Survivor Series, and there was such a public outcry about it because remember he released the whole yes, list right. and it didn't have it on. Correct. There, and he had to bring it back. They're at thirty-one years with this event right now. Yes, it's the second oldest pay-per-view. You know, to WrestleMania. Treat it as the nostalgia pay-per-view if you want, but. You know, or do the work, or do the work, or that, do that's the, the, thing. the minimal amount of work to make I it. I think matter. it needs to be. It needs to be. Here's the thing. I thought what needed to happen is happening at NXT. Right. How did you not? Yeah. If you're going to introduce war games, 
How is Survivor Series not the well, but perfect isn't that spot a very specific Triple H wanted to do it, but Vince didn't really want to do it type He's of thing? He's been wanting to do it for like 15 right. years. And Vince has been like, no, we're yeah. not doing it. Well, no, then, but that's it. why they're doing it on NXT, and they're not doing it. Uh, plus, there's the, you know, two rings for a WWE pay-per-view versus two rings for a... Yeah, it's giving up a lot of seats, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right now, I don't think they would mind that. You think... Considering SmackDown had the entire top blocked off. Well, so. yeah, but that's a random SmackDown. They're trying to treat Survivor Series I mean, they're, they're selling travel, travel packages. Yeah, travel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four days worth of, of shows. Like, right, right. right. Look, I, I this all gets us away from this. I, I keep coming back to this, there's nobody that, that wanted this. There seems to be no interest in it. There's no buzz. I don't you can't even have the two of them interact with each other to build up this match. You're gonna have video packages. I know. guess, but like are you no, gonna well, have Well, unless Jinder flies on Monday because Brock's showing up Monday. Then you have the problem on why are you letting Jinder on your show? I mean, this is an issue that we talked about before. Like, if you want this to work, then these people aren't supposed to be on multiple shows. True. You're supposed to be able to tune in to see this on one show. Look, I, I get it. You've already allowed this with John Cena. You could, I've said with before. With Kane. Ultimate, yeah, with Kane. <laughs> you're going to bastardize this. To, you're, you're going to do it. They're going to bastardize this to the end because they just. They can't help themselves. Correct. They have to have it the way that they want it to be. They have to do this certain ways. And so the answer probably will be that, yes, Jinder Mahal shows up on Raw, and that'll be the way that they go about doing it. But that's dumb, too. All of this is dumb. It's very dumb. It's unnecessary. Nobody wants it. Do something better. Have a championship match. Have two championship matches. And, and why do I think after all that, something great's coming out of it? I mean, possible. if you're right, you're right. Yeah. If you're right, you you're right. Know, you know this, right? Well, that I, there's no expectations going into this, yet something bigger is coming out of it. I have no doubt that the storylines after will be big because you're setting into the road to the rumble there, and that'll be big. I just I don't know if the match will play any I've real never, role this into it. This is the goofy—I'm not—there couldn't be anything I'm less interested in fantasy booking than Survivor Series. I'm so <laughs> uninterested in fantasy—like, I am—fantasy booking is what makes me a wrestling I, fan. See, yes. I would like the fantasy book's actual Survivor Series teams. I'm fine with that if you were doing things that mattered with yeah, it, but yeah. they're not. They're not doing anything that matters. They're doing Survivor Series at the next Raw pay-per-view. They're just doing a – it's three on five, I True. understand. But they're essentially doing a Survivor You're Series correct. match. Yes. And then they're going to turn around and do the same fucking thing. Probably with the same people, by the way. And oh. that that's the big <laughs> problem is that you you have a five-person team now. Right. So are you going to do the same five-person team? Almost Plus you're going certainly. to add people to the Shield? Yeah, they're going to take, a, uh, they're take a, a face tag team and they're going to add them to the Shield. And that's going to be your five on five match at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to matter. It's not going to mean anything. There will be nothing relevant that comes out of it. It's just going to keep kicking the can. It's not hard to do things that matter and are relevant and they are not doing those they're not figuring out a way to do relevant things that matter at survivor series it is becoming nothing more than just an exhibition pay-per-view here's some matches watch them don't watch them who gives a fuck we'll move on all we need to do is get one step closer to the royal rumble when we start caring again yeah that's the concept we're going to care royal rumble to SummerSlam, and then the rest of the time we're going to take some time off and you know, do things that aren't as significant and don't matter quite that much. Um, anything else from SmackDown? Oh, yeah, the Fashion Files. We gonna... they, uh, they they dropped the, what, dropped the shark line there? Yeah. And it, it hit a little bit too close. That was not it on purpose, though. I know, but it was awkward because it was during their worst segment. <laughs> I... Maybe they knew that going in, like, man, this was not good. <laughs> Maybe that's why they delayed it for a Maybe. week. <laughs> I... Look... Here. What's coming out of it? 
I have no idea. I, I guess. Well, here's because the thing. They I thought about I thought Harper it, and Rowan. Well, so the, it, it can't they're be. out. I know. That's the thing. I thought, oh, well, very clearly, 2B, Bludgeon Brothers, they're going to lead to that. Good. That's a fine way to reintroduce. Because you have the campy Bludgeon Brothers going into the campy world of, of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that works. But it's very clearly it's not the not, Bludgeon not Brothers now. Not necessarily. You know, this is, they're silly enough that they could still probably do it, right? That they could still have, at the end of the day, say, wait. Wait, we already we already brought up the Bludgeon Brothers. So of course we did because that was the answer or something. Right. Like they could, they're funny enough that they could figure out a way to still make that work. Just make it a revival. The, the problem is what they've done is taken something that we all like and we all wanted more of, and now made it so that now we're actually kind of pissed off that you haven't gone anywhere with it. Like we we sh- we were promised answers. Multiple times we've yes. gotten none. It was Battleground, right? Was, yes. They were supposed to reveal. So yes. July. Yes, and we've gotten nothing, and now we're at the point where. Yeah, this is. They're still funny. The sketches. This one was so forced and was just. Actually, the funniest parts to me, or funniest part, is the bulletin board. The boards by. by, Oh, yeah. The bulletin board. You've got to look at that bulletin board and go, aha, aha. Because that's the part that 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 they clearly have control over. Arguably, this week it was the only funny part, was the bulletin board. Yeah. Like, I like. I, I, I like. I like the Ascension more and more, but like yeah, I mean they've they made something but, but it's, out of it's this. Very clear that WWE is getting their hands on it. Yeah, it, this was this was started. I, you can tell too. It, this was started as kind of their own thing. We're going mm-hmm. to put this, and they're like, okay, let's put this on on the show. Now WWE has their hands on it in our scripting. It, it seems to happen a lot. I remember what Z True Hollywood or True uh, Long Island mm-hmm. Story, yeah. which was awesome, and yes. then WWE started producing it, and it just went. It was gone within like three months. Sometimes they have a. It's bad when somebody else is writing it. Just let the let the right. natural talent come out because it's there. I mean, don't feel the need to force these themes every week. The fashion files worked as a broad theme because you could yeah. change it based on what town you were in. Mm-hmm. You could. This is now. Well, this week we're going to do Pulp Fiction. This week we're going to. Dude, it's a, it's too much. It's, yeah. You're trying too hard. You're trying too hard. Just let those guys go be funny. Yeah. And by the way, they should probably be in a ring again at some point. Like they should probably be also nice. be wrestlers again at at some point. Well, you can, you can s- do both. You can see how incredibly over Fandango and Tyler Breeze are right now. Correct. Oh, yes. When they came out for that fatal four way in the tag yes. match, they got the biggest pop. So of the put night. them in front of the crowd more often. Right? Could they be the ones that upset the Usos and win the tag? Sure. Match? I mean, I don't even know how much of an upset that is. Yeah, I like, mean, they're, they're they're very clearly third on the pecking order right, right now as far as tag teams. So. Uh, anything else from SmackDown? The weird thing with Sin Cara, but, you know, Sin Cara winning, winning, after, the match. winning the match after Baron Corbin cleanly pins AJ is bizarre. At first, I thought, like, man, did Baron just forget the count? Like, you know, because he was, like, kind of far away. But I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That's a weird booking. It, it, it's it's odd. I'll, I, I'll reserve my judgment on it okay. for now. But if, it seems like... It obviously is going to lead to a rematch next week for the title. Who's if clamoring you, for that match? Okay, if you were the guy, if you were the booker... Take out Sin Cara, who should have beaten Bar- Baron Corbin by count out. But why did you have to have Baron Corbin lose to anybody by count out? <laughs> like, because yeah. they're trying to drag the story on why they don't have a pay per view. So I get it. I guarantee you on Tuesday, Baron Corbin defends. Oh man, the let me like, let me run through. Um, besides Sin Cara, who's like not involved. But in you something can get to a championship match next week without having to have had Baron Corbin lose. He, he could yeah. run through a well, couple people. Until... Or you could have had a number one contenders match well, this week for a championship match. Well, his next whole week. gimmick, like he said at the start, was no one's getting any matches. Right. You could like say that. 
you could easily say he's not going to do the open challenge, and you can have the general manager come out and say, um, uh, okay, that's fine. You don't have to offer an open challenge. Instead, I'm going to let these guys compete on the land of opportunity for an opportunity at your championship next week. It's a lot of opportunity. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the <laughs> point, right? That was, yeah. It's the land of opportunity. Yeah. You don't want to have an open challenge? No problem. We're not going to make it an open challenge. Instead, I'm going to tell you that these guys are going to compete this week and that whoever wins is going to get a shot at the title next week. You don't need to have Baron Corbin lose via countout. In other words, goofy. keep it simple. How about Tyler Breeze? <laughs> if they're not going to be in a tag picture, why not let him I'm run not, out and do I'm something? Not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it at all. All right, when we come back in, we're going to make our picks. Maybe with AJ, maybe not. We have no idea. But we're going to make our picks next for uh, TLC, which comes up this Sunday night. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron Oster, and he's Sean Creedle from MCW. This is Jobbing Out. Join us for Jim McKay, Maryland Million Day on Saturday, October 21st at Laurel Park. Come with friends and family to Maryland's Day at the Races, a celebration of Maryland's horses and lots of fun for all ages. First race is at 12:15 with 11 exciting races. Don't miss the first annual hat contest, three categories and wonderful prizes. It will be fun for all at Laurel Park on Saturday, October 21st. For more information, visit MarylandMillion.com or MarylandRacing.com. Back in here for segment number two. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and uh, Sean Creedle in for AJ Francis this week. Uh, we will have to have AJ either hopefully buzz in with his picks a little bit later on, or he'll just have to inform us of his picks, and we'll put them up on uh, Twitter at jobbing out show because we got to get into picks now for Sunday night and TLC. As I have no idea where it is, I have no, I, I know nothing. I don't, I don't know a damn it's thing. It's in uh, Minneapolis at the Target Center. In Minneapolis yes. at the Target Center. It's available at uh, eight o'clock on the WWE Network and uh, pay per view. If for some reason you're the one guy that still does that, or you can go. Uh, I just found out uh, from Aaron. You can go watch it with Molina at uh, Jimmy's Seafood. Yes, on Sunday night, which seems like a pretty good way to spend your Sunday. Definitely going to be under consideration. Yes, very much so. All right, um, Aaron, where are we starting? Oh, we need a bet. My God, what are we doing? Oh, we need wow. to get a hold of ourselves. I think there is a um, – I mean, I'll just be the one to say it. I think somebody should take a chair shot. Ooh. I mean, I'm just going to be the one what? to say it. I think somebody should take – I think that we could handle this appropriately. To I was going to say, do you, yeah, to the do back. you yes, trust the back. each other? <laughs> to the back, yeah. I don't know if I trust AJ swinging a oh, chair. Oh, settle down. <laughs> a chair shot to the back. It's okay, going to win- hurt. Winner, winner gives it to the loser? Yeah. Top winner gives a top to the winner l- gives chair shot to top loser. Okay. We good with that? Sean. <laughs> if there well, hold on. I've oh. taken plenty of chair okay. shots. If, so if, this if is there uh me. if there is a tie, it's still only one chair shot. Are we I just want to establish Well, if there's two people are tied for last, they both get a chair shot. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying tie, like tied for the first. like let's say one person's oh, at the bottom F's and three. Sake. I just Oh my god. People are going to bring this up. So, I just want to establish it oh. now. I'm okay with it either way. I think all the losers take chair shots from all the winners. Okay. I think it's the way it is. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, all right, where are we start? We're starting on the pre-show, which was established on Raw. We are going to get a Raw rematch as Sasha Banks faces the one Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Uh, Sean, uh, you get to make the first pick for every match. Oh, I do. You know, I feel like that's, we'll just we're, we're going to rotate. Yeah, we'll we'll rotate. Still rotate. All right. Um, but I'll pick Sasha Banks here. 
I mean, look, I would love to be in a world where I think Wait, you, you can't not pick Alicia oh, Fox. Shut down. I can absolutely <laughs> pick against Alicia Fox, but she should win. She should win everything because she's Why? Alicia Fox. Have you met her? Do you have you seen I, yes. Alicia Fox, Sean? You know what it is? With and without. You know what hair. it is? Yes. <laughs> he Sean, wasn't called the man beast? Well, that's part of it. No. Oh. It's very clear what's going on here. Sean hates black people. Uh, what? Fact. That's fact. A known fact. Sean Sasha, hates wait, what? black people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've discovered it. Yep. I have solved this How conundrum. I, I, I see no evidence of the contrary here. Sean <laughs> obviously hates black people. And that's why he would suggest such a thing. No, I would like to live in a world where Alicia Fox wins every match forever, and then she and I uh, frolic in a field forever, um, mm. and that's the way that life goes. Mm-hmm. But sadly, I don't believe in that, and I do believe that uh, Sasha Banks will be victorious in uh, this particular match. Yeah, the fact that Sasha won on Monday is the one hesitation for me, but you had Alicia do the beatdown after, and in WWE land, I think they figure, oh, well, that makes things even, so we're just going to have Sasha win here. I almost want to change my pick. You can change it. We're, we're not. It's not do in Do it. Yet. Do it. Ugh. Do it. Man, so you love I black people. <laughs> I don't first of all, yeah, Sasha. <laughs> Sasha, by the way. <laughs> is. <laughs> but <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Glenn doesn't I know her color. husband too, so yes. Boy, you're gonna kill me with that family. Uh oh man. I, I don't know. That's plus it's on the kickoff show, mm-hmm. so weird things I can feel happen. like it could be a rematch on Raw. Mm-hmm. Now I'm leaving with Sasha, only because I think of what's going to happen at the end of the night. So we're going to leave it with Sasha. Don't have the balls. Don't have the balls (laughs) to do it. All right, we have uh, a cruiserweight tag match as Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan face Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick. I have no idea. I mean, really I'm, quickly, how about the cruiserweights getting two matches on this pay per view? Well, well, that's what happens I mean, when all right, the titles all, are in one. Yeah, match. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, though I will, I will say this about the cruiserweight: the fact that they made a long video promo for this match on Monday. Like, why the hell weren't they doing this the entire time? Make Great us question. care about Great this. Great question. Uh, I think it's better if the heels win here. So I will go Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. I agree with you, uh, Kendrick. It's not hey, your hey, turn. We're going, we're going around. We're going around. Oh, I didn't know Rotate. we were going clockwise. Did you it's not counter- see us go clockwise? It's counterclockwise. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of going down. It, it's tough because I actually am I'm pretty split heels and faces. I think I do have a few more faces winning than heels. So this would be, a, you know, when this match largely doesn't matter, the result, I'm going to go with the heels. Yeah, Gallagher and Kendrick. Yeah, it makes more sense that way. Yes. All right, uh, Oscar versus Emma. Do we need to talk about this at all? I mean, look, obviously Oscar's going to win the match. Bro, Emma's got this completely in the bag. <laughs> obviously, Oscar's going to win the match. I do yes. think there is some question though of. Is, I think she's a bust saw. Is that well? I'm going to say, is there a setup to something afterwards? No. Is it just one match? Oscar comes out, kicks ass, and that's the end of it. Yes. Or yeah. Do you get something coming out of it? No, no not directly. She out of should it. literally walk in. This should be old Goldberg. Yes. Like literally the first ninety seconds. fifty matches of Goldberg right here. Yep, I agree one hundred percent. She kicks her ass and walks out. Yep. How awful is it going to be when they have like Bailey beat her next week on Raw? Like, Probably. How just? Oh, it's 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 why it's why I said I like to say Vince it's why I said pull the trigger on. We said that about Bailey. Can't screw this. We said that about Bailey. Can't screw this up. We said that about Bailey. But Triple H has handed them the the keys of the car, and they handed them Bailey. Ugh. Bailey should be the biggest thing in wrestling right now. Yeah, the single biggest thing in wrestling. Maybe, but there's some, Oscar. And I, Oscar and I is think John Cena she, and Daniel, or Bailey is John Cena and, and Daniel Bryan combined. And consider they did this when she can't speak English. 
This person is over beyond belief. They can't screw this up. No way. Well, I bet they will, but yeah. So that, Emma wins. Is that before what you're that, saying? no, I think. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Uh, okay, so now we have the cruiserweight title on the line as uh, Kalista defends against Enzo. Sean, it's going back to Enzo. I, I don't it's, know. It's going back. I don't know. I, I, this is so. They appear to be flying by the seat of their pants so much here. I don't know what happened. Remember, we kept talking about this isn't really a heel face thing. It's All a heel of a face it, thing. On Monday, it became. It was the they finally yes. decided yes. we sh- we'll make it a heel face thing. Which is such a mistake. Like, it's such the wrong thing to do here. They had done it so well where they had accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. And look, obviously, at some point it had to break off into a heel face thing. As I talked about, you can only have one man versus the entire show for so long. That doesn't work. But I don't know how much of this was, you know, necessitated by Neville walking out the week before. I don't know what occurred that had them change their mind a little bit and sort of go full heel. The problem with going full heel with Enzo is that you're still left with the situation where he's got the music, he's doing the catchphrases, people want to – you can't naturally make him full heel, which is why what you had him doing before was so logical. Um, I, I think now if he's going to be a heel, he absolutely has to have the title. 1,000% he has to have the title, but I still don't really know what they're doing. And if they think it's a better idea to have Kalisto be their top face than to have Enzo be their top face, I don't know what planet we're living on. That Kalisto's fine, but he's just fine. Enzo is electric. I guess you could still live in the world where he's the top heel and try to get Kalisto more over as a face by chasing him. I'm not sure. Enzo wins. That's all I think. Did, you know, we know this wasn't supposed to happen. This was not the plan. And when they do something like this, usually they revert to whatever the plan was. And as far as we know, the plan was to have Enzo hold the belt. Right. Thus, Enzo wins here. And we are We're agreeing in, way too yeah, much. Yeah, we are in are. real danger right now of We're having all the all same gotta picks. all going to be uh, <laughs> chair-shotting each other. One uh, match is going to determine who is delivering a chair shot. If, well, I hope AJ's if, picks are different. I was going to say, um, the the next match, uh, you got the Demon versus... They're, they're billing it as the Demon versus Sister Abigail. It's so dumb. Um, <sighs> like, we, this is a really tricky thing right can, now. Can Bray be traded back to SmackDown? Right. Please. Can Bray be rebooted? I, I have two feelings. One is, how could you possibly do this for a third time and not have Bray... Yeah, this is the third match between them. I feel like it's more than that. Oh, no. I mean, it's third. It, it, it just right? feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> How could you do this three straight times and not have Bray win one? But then there's the flip side argument to it, which is how could you do this to Finn Balor where you have him win two and then drop one? Like, I, I hate this. I really hate this pick so much. I hate it. I think now that you've introduced Sister Abigail, you can't, you can't roll it out there and then lose... Bray Wyatt, Sister Abigail, whatever the F you want to call it, has to win. Um, I, I'm, I have the same problem you have. Um, I think I'm going the opposite direction, though. I just The demon is the one thing that you have for Finn Balor still, is that it's a big thing. The sister, there, there is no future for Sister Abigail. The, the, the whole gimmick, there's nothing there. I, they got to realize it because they're not going to have him wrestle as Sister Abigail basically every pay-per-view. They can have the demon wrestle at more or less every pay per view. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it wouldn't be every, but you know, you you can trot it out every two to three pay per views. Yeah. You can't do that with Sister Abigail. There's no future there. It would be idiotic to to burn the demon this way. You to burn and, the demon. Well, this you would be this would be the demon's first loss on the main roster. You can't have Sister Abigail be more powerful than the demon. Is what you're saying? I, I'm saying that 
I mean, I guess you can, but there's no reason for it. There's nothing to build there. So I'm going with the demon. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Finn Balor uh, only because of what I believe the future of Raw is going to be. So I'm picking Finn Balor here to, to have a clean sweep over Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you do this. Mine as well just say, hey, we're done with Bray. I mean, we're just done with it. And I don't understand why. I, I, I don't understand why I'll, either, but – and by the way, this has to end. I, that's the other reason why I don't want Sister Abigail to win because that means you, we very likely get, get more. more and I want nothing to do with the rest of this. Well, I you think you because that. he got in trouble earlier this year that this is the payback? For the JoJo thing? The you JoJo yeah. thing? No. Okay. No, I think I think it's just a fundamental lack of understanding of Bray Wyatt and the Bray Wyatt I, character I, that we've seen for two years now. I think he needs to be traded back to SmackDown. You can, and, and here's the thing: you, they already put two thirds of the Wyatt family back together again. Right. Just put them back there. I don't know. Just it, let them run rut shot. Honestly, I really don't fun. know that I like that either. I kind of. I mean, what it, else do you got? Well, if, I think if you're gonna put it back together, you put it back together to have the Wyatt yeah. family and the Shield work together for a little while. Very which, true. You know Which we mean? never really I, I, got I think, that. I think Bray needs to go away for a bit. I know we, we've seen this before, but I, I think we need a, a – not a, a reboot of the character, but mm. he needs to go away. He needs to come back and be fresh, and they need to have a concrete plan for, for storyline and a plan for character because they can't – they they're showing time and time again they can't figure out his character for whatever yeah, reason. Why it is weird doesn't work. Yeah. yeah that doesn't well, work. I think, yeah. I mean he's been on a downhill swing since what, WrestleMania? Which he never should have lost. I mean, by he's the way. been like you. You could say you know there was obviously the uptick when he became champion, mm-hmm. but like even then he was a champion, so Randy Orton could take the title. Right. Fact. All factual. All factual. I just I look. I'm. I hear you guys, but if they do this to Bray Wyatt, they might as well just say we're, we're done. We're done. We got nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean, like three three pay per view losses to the same guy in a row. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Yep. Um, this is crazy, but th- I think this match coming that I'm about to say has been the best built match of all of them, and that's uh, Alexa versus Mickey for the women's title. Uh, I-, I basically enjoy, other than you know, I've said that I've kind of been like, really, we're doing the the she's fat, she's uh, you know, she's old thing. Oh, like you keep good. doing now that. Now be the one. guy to pick uh, Mickey James. Oh no, I'm not picking Mickey. Hey, James. very good. <laughs> and they always do this with Mickey. Why? Yeah, that's my point. I, I don't get it. Do the writers have something against her? Does this go way back to you know with the whole Cena thing? Like it's just it's it's a weird dynamic that every time she has a big storyline, they revert they revert back to this. Yep. I, I don't so have, she's old now, right? Yep. Really? Right. I don't have the answer. Do, do we really need to do Taylor the tape and put everybody's real ages on there? Because you'd be very surprised well, on how old the some dudes are. are. Older. Yeah, all of, and all all of the are big dudes are older than 40. Yeah. And, and when you have Naya involved in this, Naya's, what, 34? Well, 33, she's 33, I think. 33, 34. But again, she's not that much younger well, okay, than Mickey. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're young if you can't work. Right. right. <laughs> and Alexa can work, but I'm just saying, like, this, this uh, storyline yeah. is kind of weird. Yeah. How about just the fact that, hey, you turned your back on me after I brought you back, or whatever you want to do? Yep. I'm with you. I'm yep. with but you. did you make a pick? Oh, yeah, yeah. We all know. We're yeah. picking, uh, I, I said Alexa. You pick Mickey. Go ahead. I am picking Mickey. Oh. Whoa. Okay. I'm picking Mickey James, and I'll tell you why. I, I And I heard, and I think that they've gone back to this. I remember Vince McMahon wanted to push her as the women's champion. He was talked out of it because they wanted to push younger people. Like and that probably was where the storyline comes from. But I think I mean, going and- back to it for a feel-good moment, and you can say she's a seven-time women's champion and yada, yada, yada. This is the right time to do it if you're yes. going to have this short uh, – like a short run. a short, run, a just, short run, right. 
it, it's reasonable. If you're going to do it, the time's now because you can do, you know, you don't even have to have her defend at Survivor Series. You can do a women's Survivor Series and match. And she can lose it after. I mean, and then is, she's going to lose in look, December. But I'm, I'm I know, still staying I, with Alexa. I know this is complicated by the Nia Jax thing that we haven't even gotten to yet. But if you're doing that, that's a step further away. You still have Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Nia Jax all on the outside in looking at the championship picture. And look, I'm all for having more concurrent storylines and women not having to be in the championship picture in order for them to matter. I've said that a million times, but they're not good at this. They are not good at keeping women relevant when they aren't in the championship picture. They're terrible at it. In fact, they're awful at it. So if you want to do this and give it to Mickey James, knowing you're going to have to turn around and have a rematch with Alexa Bliss after this, this is just consider how much longer you're keeping your three top female performers on the show out of the championship picture. But are they really? Because does it make now you'd have a bigger match because Mickey will defend against uh, Sasha. She will defend against Bailey. Is that she a big have to face Is that Alexa. a big Warrior Hogan type of feel to it? You'd you have to again? face Alexa again first. Well, true, yeah. What I'm saying is that okay, so I guess you could try to burn off the Alexa rematch on Raw. I mean, I guess Well, you could but try here's the thing. Ahead. I don't I I expect if uh Mickey did win, Alexa would win it back by early December. Yeah. This wouldn't be. This would just be right, a. It's still two this, a two more pay per view cycle that you're talking about not having yeah. those women involved in the championship. Right. Picture. Listen, all six or seven of these women are just vying for the right to lose the title to Oscar at WrestleMania. Correct. So, who will it be? Is the question. Yep. I hear you. I hear you. All right. I'm picking Alexa, obviously. Okay. Uh, then we got the main event. Uh, what do you think of the addition of Kane? Uh, nothing. Are we got the main event already. Oh yeah, we, we've been through six matches. Okay, already. so we talk about issues of timing and 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 and. Timing this match shows. is going to be long. This show really? So they're going to let this match go forty-five minutes? A shield reunion against five people and oh. a TLC match and a, yeah. and a beatdown. There's with, no tags or with, anything necessary. with entrances. Yeah, this is probably going to go minimum thirty-five. I tend to agree with that. Plus, I mean, you can go two forty in this one. Why like, can't Brock Lesnar just make a surprise appearance, open challenge? That'd be nice, but um. Okay, yeah, five one three. Kane. Um, I mean, for, it was surprising to me. So just for that reason, I so, you know. So did, did were you? It, wait, it wait. was genuinely. Surprising. Were you one that bit on the whole Samoa Joe yes. thing that they threw out there? Yep. Exactly. They threw that out there. They threw that out there, but Kane. I mean, we hadn't seen Kane at all in 2017. He's, he's running well, for he's right. Busy. So did did you think no, I didn't that it was expected? Kane? But did you care? I, I popped a little bit just again for the surprise. I was like, oh crap! It's it's Kane. Holy crap! So yeah. by that, like when yeah. the music played, everybody was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Look. So for that, I yeah, I popped a little bit, and I, I want Joe nowhere near this match. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you on that. I hear you on that. All right. Anyway, we got to make picks. Yep. It's uh, it's Deshaun actually. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go against the green and say that the heels win this match. I I think you almost have to have the I, heels I, win this match. I, I feel like yeah. Like, I mean, how else can you justify turning around and doing this again in a couple weeks if the three guys have already beaten the five? Right. And I, and I get it. They only have to beat one, right? That's that, the deal. That's, that's why I feel like Kane's in the match. Yeah, but I just Yeah, to eat the pin. I just can't see it, man. How do you – you really got to do something dramatic and massive to knock out four other guys – to prevent them from interfering in that final pinfall. Well, luckily you have tables, ladders, and chairs. Well, yeah, I just, I don't, I think, I think this drags out to Survivor Series where the Shield realizes that hey, we are a powerful unit, but even we can't do this alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the the normal. The, they did not have the Shield reunite to lose their first match back together. I mean, I, look, I, I agree. With, you, know, I would love it if the heels would win, especially if Braun got the pin there. I yeah. would absolutely love it. That would be wonderful. 
I don't see it happening. I don't. Then how in the world are you turning around and doing the same thing again in two weeks and having the Shield add two more members? <laughs> Your guess yeah. is as good as mine. But I don't know how you can do this. Now they've done this before, and ironically enough, it was with the Shield who lost three on one to CM Punk. Do you remember this? Yes, yes. So it's not like it hasn't happened, but it, this is right. just a weird dynamic, and I just don't see it. I, I, I think, log- again, logically, you're right. The heel, the heel should win. I think it looks bad for the heels if they don't win. Yeah. I, but and- I think that you have – if that was the plan, you had the dynamic there with the three on four, because especially with Braun as the fourth. Yes. You didn't need to throw in Kane. I think Kane's there to eat the pin. I think that the Shield did not reunite to lose their first match. They might lose that survive. I, I, well, de- I don't think you need Kane to eat the pin. There's plenty of candidates yeah, that can get say, Why can't Sheamus eat the pin? And then, I mean, if you want to say, yeah, I mean, he could. He absolutely could. But yeah. Kane's better to eat the pin than one of them. I'd right. much rather see Kane not eat right the pin. Not right now. Not the yeah, way he came back. I guess. You, you, he, he doesn't I mean, that come came back up to... from the grips of hell. Yes. Well, and I guess here's the other question. Is this going to be a long-term feud between Kane and Roman? Probably to get because, them over the hump. Well, and and I think you know if you bring out the fact that you know you've been running your mouth about my you brother, beat my brother, there yeah. there's actually some logic in it. Yeah, but so, how does that help Roman remain a face? Because no one's is, are people really cheering for Kane? I mean, if he's on behalf of the Undertaker, yeah, true. I mean, come but, on. I mean, man. they they they've had him bashing Undertaker and haven't cared about that thus far. I so. Agree. All right, there you go. Those are our picks. We'll get AJ's picks up at uh, Jobbing Out Show on Twitter as well so that you know how it is that he picked uh, this week's TLC pay-per-view. We'll come back in. Melina is going to join us, the former women's champion. She'll be with MCW this week and then again in November. We'll talk to her about it next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Sean Creedle. This is Jobbing Out. For the rest of October, Full Circle Tire and Auto continues their Brakes for Breasts campaign. During October, Full Circle is offering free brake pads. For every brake service performed at the shop, customers will receive their brake pads free. You just pay for the labor and other parts that may be needed. Full Circle will donate 10% of that brake service to the Cleveland Clinic Breast Cancer Vaccine Research Fund. Find out more by calling 410-366-CARS. That's 410-366-2277. Or visit FullCircleTireAndAuto.com. Back in here for segment number three, it is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and MCW Sean Creedle in for AJ this week. And Sean, um, y'all have some uh, big shows coming up. We've been talking about that this week. you got some big shows starting uh, this Saturday with Autumn Armageddon in Manchester Valley at Manchester Valley High School. And then the Autumn Armageddon Tour rolls into Joppa in the MCW Arena on November 10th. And I happen to know that now the for- – this is the former MCW women's champion, which, by the way, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm not going to stand for how you're treating her. I want that to be known. But she's going to be there for both I'm shows. Her. No, you are. You're responsible for this. She's going to be there for both shows. She is the former WWE women's champion. She is the great Melina, and she joins us here on Jobbing Out. Melina, it's so good to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time for us. Oh, no problem. I love it. I'm glad to be on here. <laughs> okay. Say what you need to say to Sean about them stripping you of the women's championship because clearly it's his decision. He personally made it. I find it offensive. Frankly, I want to jump across the table and put him a chokehold myself. I think you should they take really it to court. They me of it because people are, are telling me that I'm still the champion. Uh-oh. Like, I'm still the Uh-oh. Champion? There's some controversy here. <laughs> so there is controversy, right? Oh, yeah. Sean. <laughs> 
Go ahead, Mr. MCW. I, technically, she is still the champion. Uh, oh, what the I, hell what? going on What here? the hell kind of what? company is this? Yeah. Maybe the 30-day rule came into effect. I'm not sure. So is she the champion or not? <laughs> I think they said even on the website, I'm still, it still says I'm the champion or something like that. Sean. <laughs> Sean. Are you feeding us bad info here? What? You're no. burying us right now. Oh, my now. God. No, this no. couldn't be going any worse. <laughs> this couldn't be going any worse. I don't know. It, you could, get a it, could, it could go worse uh, last week. Yeah. It's oh. for, the, for the record, Melina, you're always the champion. I want to make that You're the champion in our hearts. Correct. No matter what the reality is, you're always the champion. Oh. Yeah, uh, thank you. How how cool how cool has this been being back, being a part of MCW um and and doing this. It's just such a cool promotion. It's um Yeah. You know, what what's it's been, it been like? They're like family to they're family to me. So it's like I only chose two promotions to come back and wrestle for and these two promotions and MCW has been like so amazing. They've treated me so good that I'm like, no, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna work with them. That's how much they mean to me. And they've been amazing this whole entire time. Like ever since I've been out of um, wrestling, or out of WWE. So to me, it's like an honor. It's been fun, and everybody's been great. And then to see the talent like rise, and then they're getting contracts and stuff. I'm like, the promotion is incredible, and I'm so proud of them. What was behind that decision to only do two companies as opposed to, you know, trying to do as many as you can? And what's a really hot time for the independent scene? Well, it's just like, I guess it doesn't, it, for me, I, I've had my career and I don't have a lot to prove. And these two companies were, they treated me with such like kindness and the families of, of these two organizations were so kind and generous and giving and they worked so hard that it's like these two these two promotions that I picked to me they need I wanted to support them and back them up because to, like I mean I could do a, multiple promotions and get whatever money but to me these two pe- these two places they were they deserve more because they do I wanted to give to them because they were just they're great people like what? that means everything to me if you're if you're good people I want you I want to support you all the way. What makes MCW so special, Melina? Like we we all know it. We've all been around it, and obviously, we're certainly not kissing Sean's ass because uh, he doesn't deserve that. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But 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 you know, we've all seen all the things that you're talking about. Look on on NXT last week, we saw Leo and Velveteen Dream being refed by Jess. Right? Like that. Holy crap! That's a really thing, real thing that happened. What makes MCW so special? No, I I can only I I what I see is like. You're only as great as the people you surround yourself with. So from what I've seen, it's just like not only Sean and everybody that works with him and all the kids that go there, like you inspire goodness, you inspire and and motivate um, hard work, like ethic, and like all these things that they are, like all the people there are supportive. They are a family and they support each other. They teach each other. They encourage each other. And sometimes in wrestling, you don't see that. You see people, you know, out for themselves. They're only out for money. They're only out to stab each other in the back. But in MCW, they are a family. They do teach good work ethic and how to how to conduct yourself when it comes to going to different wrestling promotions. And they encourage each other's dreams. Like, that, you can make it this far. You can make it all the way. And 
that that support and that uh, and also the teaching and the education, like the way they teach wrestling itself, that goes so far. And to see it grow to be as big as they, it is now, that's it's amazing. I mean, so I think the world of them. I'm so glad I found them. Well, there's no doubt about any of that. It is a remarkable, remarkable group. I wish I had, like, I mean, I love my school, Hard Knocks, and where I grew up, but then it would have been awesome to have an MCW, too. Sure, sure, no question. Hey, Melina, when you look at the, the state of women's wrestling in general right now, do you ever think to yourself something like, boy, I wish I would have debuted, like, six years later? Like, if I have just waited, like, <laughs> six years to be a part of this, like, do you ever think along those lines? <laughs> People people ask me that all the time. Every time I go anywhere, but like fans are always asking that. But you know, I could always say would have, could have, should have, or I wish, and everything like that. You know, that's just that's just heartache right there. Like, why would I set myself up for that? I, I honestly believe that yes, okay, if I were if I were to get into business in this point in time, like it would have been amazing. Like I I would have. This would be this would be the reason I I began wrestling and this is what I always dreamed of and wanted, but I do feel like everything happens for a reason and my purpose to be in the era that I was in was to do what I was I, I was a catalyst to for whatever was supposed to be now because I do see girls as much as people probably don't want to admit it and then like you know because I did the splits or whatever. I know I was fierce. A lot of people always told me how aggressive I was. And I see little shades of me in, in girls nowadays, or yeah. women, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. women nowadays who are wrestling. And I'm so proud of them. Like, I I had to stand up for whatever we did and try to hold up the front and be a catalyst along with the girls that I was with or the women I was with. So we serve the purpose to have what we have now, just like the women before me did the same exact thing. So everything happened for a reason the way it was supposed to, and I'm proud of that, and I'm proud to see the women do what they're doing right now. You know, beyond comparing it to to when you were in WWE, do you ever just watch the either the WWE product or the women's wrestling in in the independent or anywhere now and just go, like, wow, I can't believe that we're here right now? Yeah, it's incredible. It's mind-blowing. And to see how many, like, the, the athleticism and how tough women are, like, okay, I'm like, yeah, they're taking some hits. And, and and the creativity, it's just, I'm I'm blown away all the time. So I love, right now, I'm at the point where I'm like, I love being a fan and, and going and watching now. Where before, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I wasn't as excited because I guess I was too busy in the midst of it. Sure. But now I'm, I'm enjoying it that much more. It's amazing. But not to knock my own era off, like, I'm not knocking my own era, but then at the same time, we had to find ways, my era had to find ways to entertain and to tell a story with limitations. And I'm proud of that, too, because if you're able to do that, like, then you can go out and have the most amazing match with the best wrestler in the world or any of the other women who are, like, incredible. So if we were able to find ways to with our limitations, then that makes you even more creative. So, I mean, I would like to see... Different variety. Like, I, I love our era. I lo- actually, I love the era of Trish Stratus and Lita. And I, I know I was a part of the end of that era. But before, when China and, you know, Molly Holly and Jazz were around, they had a variety. I miss that era where you had your Stacey Keebler and your um, Tori Wilson. And then you had incredible wrestlers like Jazz. So I love variety. 
because life, when you're battling or fighting, there's different shapes and sizes and personality types. So to me, there it, that's more of a um, you have you tell a better story with that or a variety of stories that doesn't get old. Hey, Melina. First of all, thank you for your great words about MCW. You, yeah, yeah I, she said that she, everybody except MCW, Sean. Not she Sean. said very and, clearly. No, no, it's yeah. a total team effort. Trust me, it's not just me. Uh, <laughs> it may not be any part of me. But, uh, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you talk about surrounding yourself with the right people, and I know one of the one of the people that you surrounded yourself with for a long time is the current reigning MCW champion. Joey Mercury. Are you going to get the part where we talk about doing a reunion? Are we going to do an Eminem? Eminem. Yeah, Eminem reunion or not? I wasn't even going there. I was going to talk. I was going to ask about what what did Joey mean to your career, but you brought it up. So, (laughs) well, we need to bring it up (laughs) because you are still champion in our hearts. He is champion. It only makes sense. It's been a long time since we, at least in Maryland, have seen Joey and Molina. You know, together. You know, it's time. It's yeah. time. We need it, right? We got to yes. make this happen. And that's kind of two thirds of something even bigger, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, what your, your thoughts on, on Joey and what he meant to your career? Oh my goodness, Joey! Like Joey was Joey was my brother. Like I, I'm I'm a, a person. Of, I come from a family of just me and my brother. We we only have each other. So when I got into wrestling, I miss my family. I miss them so much. And Joey. Like was my brother, and he he filled that void of my my real brother. But he also became my brother in wrestling because he always took care of us. He made sure that he taught us. Like that's why I thought it was. I think it's such a great thing that he's going out and teaching people about wrestling because his knowledge is amazing. It's incredible. It's just he learned so much in his career that, and he explains it so well that he. He taught me every, like, mostly all the stuff that I know because he would sit there and explain every little detail because I wanted to know why. I wanted to understand why we did what we did. And he showed me, he told it, he explained it to me, he showed it to me, and we put it in action. So Joey is just incredible. I love him as family, as a teacher, and as a human being. Now he, I'm so proud of him. I mean, he's come so far, and like he, he doesn't realize how strong he is. I think, like, of course, he knows he's going to be macho, and he's be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, because he doesn't accept compliments. But he's been through so much and seen so much, and it, it he inspires not only because of what he's achieved and the person that he is, but how strong he's been overcoming so much and going through so much and still being a phenomenal person. So now. How do we make the Eminem reunion happen? <laughs> How do we get it? Because it's too it seems too logical right now. It seems too obvious that the two of you should definitely be working together and that there's a third that it it totally possible to bring Johnny back in, right? Like that's totally possible. How do we make this happen? What is it what's it going to take? What can we do? What how can we pitch in? Do we need to 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 throw in do we need to buy more t-shirts? Like what do we need to do in order to make it work? Pick at the MCW I arena. Know. People people have been trying to like uh, finagle us to get get all together all three of us like without 
wrestling each other. And people have been trying like to go behind our backs, trying to get us all at one spot at the same time. But this is what I tell people. When I find out, I back out. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to be there. Because Eminem never half-assed anything. Never. We've always been so flamboyant and so extreme in what we do. And so um, we entertain. We're, we're just a sh- we're, we're showmen. So in my mind, if Eminem has a reunion... It needs to be the biggest deal that that's existed. Like it, we need to make a grand show of it. And I would love to see like a show where we get to pick all the people on the card. And this is like, you know, something that represents Eminem straight across the board. All right. You writing this down, Sean? It will be believed in. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figure with two of them holding championship belts, I, you know, that might we, help Yeah, we can, right? we can work towards that, right? <laughs> that would seem to go a long way. I remember the cool thing about you, and I, I wish I remember the details. Y'all did an event at like a bar somewhere in Baltimore, and it was so cool just to oh, see. Oh, was the- it the Jilla one? Yes, correct. Do you remember this? I remember it. This was amazing, and you guys were so committed to being Eminem, despite being at the silliest of silly events that you could have ever been at at that point. And it was the coolest night of, I was, I will have to admit, I was like probably 22 at the time. So this was right in my wheelhouse. And I wish I could remember what bar it was. But my God, it was the most fun I think I've ever had. <laughs> I remember that. I was like, we are watching it. they like, a Jill wrestling match. <laughs> this is actually happening. <laughs> but you were into it. Like, you didn't look like you. Oh, you, yeah, I don't care. That was the yeah, cool thing, right? It would have been way easier for you to be like, dude, what are we doing here? Like, really, what <laughs> What in the world? There's no reason why. I don't know if you guys know this, but we're Eminem. Like, we don't need to be here right now. And instead, like, you oh, totally yeah. embraced it. Like, you were totally down with just hanging out with everybody. Like, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> No, I think that stuff is funny. I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this before, but now I could say I have. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of embracing something, you know, you're obviously a wonderful person. You go to your Wikipedia page and all over it, the evil Molina, the villainous Molina, (laughs) like all over. You know, that it says it right here. Uh, (laughs) At MCW, the evil Molina attacked Mickey James. But you know what? To to embrace that character, how much fun was it for you to just be someone completely different from who you actually are? Oh, no. I always tell people it's therapeutic, you know, because like I, I don't ever have the heart to say stuff that people like say in real life when like say if somebody cuts me off. Yeah, like, okay, in the car, I'll be like, oh, this bastard. But then at the like I, to say something to somebody I could never have the heart because I'm like oh you don't know what they've been through and I you know I'm always like thinking stuff like that about other people in my head so when it comes to wrestling it was like okay for all those times I couldn't say something just un- just unload in the ring and be like okay this character doesn't put up with shit sorry no you're <laughs> no, good, you're good. We can, we, it's recorded we can take care of that no worries you're good I love it. I love it, yeah. by the way. That is awesome. Like, that is awesome. And it was clear. Like, that was – you killed it uh, in that character. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, anybody who's, like, who who's bad to me, like, I, they were my inspiration. I was like, okay, this person's going to be a hater. All right. Well, you're just going to be my inspiration for my character. Thank awesome. you. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. So I'd do it. But it would suck at home. Like, say if, like, um, after the fact, like, people believed I was a bad guy so much, it's kind of like – you, they w- don't accept you being anything else. They're like, no, <laughs> no, you're you're a bitch. I'm like, am I? Like, what did I do? I'm sorry. 
That's tremendous. Now, but the sad thing is, is Mick Foley thought he was. He he told me when he first met me, he was really worried about how I was going to act towards him because he believed that the character might be really me. That's tremendous. So he was so happy I was nice. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> I was is, worried. That is excellent. Now, uh, well, Melina, you happen to live the dream of a lot of wrestlers in this business. You got to walk down the aisle several times at WrestleMania. Uh, undefeated oh, yeah. at WrestleMania, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, a couple of questions with that. One, did you think every match you had would involve Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> and two, what did you do? Because one of your matches, the lights literally went out in the middle of your match. Can you can you discuss like what you guys were thinking during that moment on the on the grandest stage of all? Oh, you would. I, I think I have like a weird humor where when something goes wrong, like I don't worry or, or go nuts. I kind of like I laugh because I think, of course, this is going to happen. Like when I when I did the, my entrance and I like I went for the splits and fell off the, the apron. I was like, of course, this is going to happen. <laughs> so like my reaction when the lights went out, like bless. I think it was Maria and Beth were inside and I just got done with Ashley. We did the hot tag. And Beth and Maria were still inside when the, the lights went out. So I was off on the apron. And as soon as I saw lights go out, I just, I just started laughing. And I, felt, I, mean, I felt bad for Maria and Beth, but I laughed so hard because I was like, of course something like this would happen during our match. So I don't know. Like, I, don't, I can't speak for them, but I just laughed because I thought it was, a fun, like, it was a funny thing. And it's a funny memory because people do remember that. They're like, what? <laughs> and I don't even know how they did it. I'm like, how the hell did they keep going in the dark? It's remarkable. It's remarkable. It's, it's a testament to them as performers. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Melina, well, if, if we come out to Manchester Valley this weekend or Joppa on the 10th, are we getting a primal scream while we're there? Oh, man. If I, if I end up going out and managing somehow, yes. Mm. Okay. 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 Sean Creedle, you're the booker. Make it happen now. We we might have an idea of who she could manage, right? Oh, I can think of somebody. Mm. I can think of somebody that that might make sense for. I can think of one. Uh, The other thing, too, and I have to ask, do you think at all – I know you're going to say the right thing about this, but, like, the Hall of Fame would be a big deal, right? Like, it would be a big deal, I'm sure, to you to get the call and – You've accomplished everything that says that you should be in the Hall of Fame. Do you think about it at all? You know, the funny thing is, is I don't. I don't think about it until people say it to me, and then I think, oh, that's sweet. Like it's a, it's a huge compliment that people say that to me. But I, I tell people, it whether I deserve it or not, or whatever people believe, that's it's all political, and it doesn't. You know, sometimes there's there, there's going to be people who. The criteria, everything on the list says that they deserve it, like China. Or I even think, like, Ivory needs to be in it, too. So there's people who deserve to be in it that should be in it now that aren't, and we don't know why the reason. But, you know, people make choices, or the company makes choices the way they feel fit. So who knows? And if I never get it, that'd be fine. Like, I'm... You know, I'm not. I, I I don't take it personally. I am very grateful for what I've achieved and what I've done and what I've got gotten to experience in my time, and especially for an uh, ethnic woman, like in my time, big people didn't. They told me I wasn't going to achieve much because I was Latina. So it's kind of like, okay, 
I got given a lot of stuff and I got to achieve so much and I'm going to be grateful for it for the rest of my life. That's cool. that but is... what makes me happy, that makes me feel like a champion every day, that makes me feel like I'm already in the Hall of Fame just because of the way fans treat me and the support that they have. And I know it sounds all bubblegummy, but it's the truth. When I had my darkest times, I, my, the fans were there for me. Like, it's kind of isolating when you go from being a wrestler and be on TV and then going to regular life after, you know, it's done. Yeah. So my fans, they were my family and they grew up with me all throughout wrestling, like my whole entire time there. So I have this connection where as long as like I'm, I got them and we have each other and we're going to grow up, grow together. And I told them that in my live feed last night, I'm like, no, you know, you're going to see me without makeup. You're going to see me grow. We're going to grow together. And I hope that throughout this whole entire time, all we do is make each other happy and support each other. And that's all that matters. The fans are everything. They're the equivalent of a billion titles. And and the fans definitely still support you. Uh, I have one final question for you. And since this is such a hotbed time for women's wrestling, if you do get the book, if Sean Creedle hands it over to you, who you uh, and you get whatever match you want, who are you putting across the ring for me right now? Love it. Oh my goodness! No, no, no. This would be. This would have to be something that's like. I need. I need to see the list. If that's anyone. the hardest. Any, I, I'm, I'm saying anybody. Anyone on the planet. You get to fantasy book one match. This is your moment. Like who? Who is it? You say I, ha- I have to have that opportunity. No, I can't because then I would say Mickey because I love Mickey so much. Like our. By the way, we're good with that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, that's we're, fine. We're, we're good with, with another yeah. Melina Mickey match. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> saying that's a bad idea. <laughs> There's and no that, one in the like, world. Seriously, when you when you feel somebody's chemistry and then you feel the the intensity and the the energy, it's it, you feed off of that. Like ah. Uh, like she's aggressive, and I I love that in 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 a, in a wrestler. And it's not only just being aggressive; it's actually showing emotion too. Like feeling like you're actually in a fight, feeling like you you don't want to give up, even if like even though you can barely stand. Like little details like that, man. I I have those moments with Mickey, and that was so early in my career that I know that later on I could have done better the more we progressed and wow. learned. So that's why I think, like, if we ever had a match now, oh, it would be phenomenal. Sean, make this it is, happen. This is why I get the plug a little bit, because if you go to MCW Range TV, <laughs> that almost happened. Um, Melina, took a, Melina took part in one of our biggest shows we've ever had um, when we decided to focus on women's wrestling. We yeah. called it MCW Ladies Night, yeah. in which the main event involved Mickey and involved Melina and Victoria. Uh, main event thing when we went back to Michael's Eighth Avenue, so uh, we got to see a little glimpse of that what it would be like if Mickey and Melina actually had that one on one confrontation. I would love to see it. Yeah, I think everyone yes. would be okay with that. I think there is no and that in that match um, or at the end of that match, that was the first time I ever took uh, Lisa Marie's widow's peak. Yes, because I never, I've never like she's always been my partner, so. I really never got to really work with her. How is it? So that, that was move? the first time I ever took that move. <laughs> I remember Melina was uh, like knocked out. Literally, the crowd was gone almost before she cleared the ringside area. <laughs> 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 but it looked so great, and I could tell all everyone was so excited to be a part of that experience. 
No, that makes me happy. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that opportunity, by the way. Oh. Yeah, but, but you're welcome. And I'm not taking more. credit for it. There's, right? there's a whole team of people that, that put that together. So with, with Dan McDevin and everybody, so it was great. All right, this Saturday at Manchester Valley and, again, November 10th in Joppa. Get to mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets. Uh, Melina, let's get plugs in for you. I know you're on Twitter, at Real Melina, and it's realmelina.com. What else can we plug for you? Yes, it's at Real Melina on Instagram, at Real underscore Melina on Snapchat, and on Facebook, it's at RealMolina.com. And, and we can also see you this Sunday at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. I'm trying to convince them that, that I should be a bartender. So hopefully. Oh, yes. I don't think they're going to need much convincing. Totally. Yeah, I think happen. we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Melina, uh, an honor. We really enjoyed the conversation, and we love having you back here with MCW. It's so cool. Thank you for taking the time for us. No, thank you for having me on here. <laughs> You're awesome. Great stuff. Uh, really appreciate Melina joining us. She's awesome. Give her the book. Seriously, dude. Seriously. I have no problem giving her the book. If, if that's what we're going to get out of it, no problem giving it to her. Just do it. <laughs> My God. Glenn might actually talk, show talk, up if that uh, happens. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to Dan on that. Also, do me a favor. Maybe, maybe straighten out who's the champion. Like maybe, maybe get, get a hold of that. I'll get on it. Yeah, why don't you get a hold of that? A little bit? <laughs> I'm only reporting what's Mr. being advertised. Guess <laughs> bartender Molina, though. Oh, so how awesome that. is that, John? That. If you're listening, and he has to be listening, we're gonna make that happen. Yeah, we need to make that happen. All right, very good. Um, how much would you spend on a bartender Molina? I actually don't want to think about that. <laughs> I don't really want to think about that's that. That's a little awkward. Yeah, that's probably not good news. Uh, not bringing cash. Not bringing cash. <laughs> you got a no, credit no card. Trips the, uh, no trips to the no trips to the ATM. No. Actually, ATM right next to the bar. You don't bring your card. You bring a certain amount of cash. <laughs> yeah. you say, this is what I'm willing to spend. Exactly. Strip club rules. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's knock it out. Let's get a quick count in, and let's try to do it a little bit quicker. Yep. Um, we'll go off the reservation. Although there's nothing. There's All nothing. Yeah, I was going to say on the we, We've been we've been talking about the Bullet Club fallout and everything over the past yeah, uh, few weeks. So there's more fallout here as Jimmy Jacobs, who was the uh, writer for wwe uh he took a picture with the bullet club that time wwe higher up saw it and he was fired and he showed up to ring of honor this past weekend and took another picture with everybody so you know what that means he did it on purpose it wouldn't shock me he wanted to get out and if you if you work for that company you know how you can get out so why isn't uh Daniel Bryan doing yeah, that didn't <laughs> didn't Kevin Owens post a picture of like him and uh, uh actually Kevin Owens AJ Styles and Sami Zayn appeared in, in a in video be, being the elite yeah of being the elite yes yeah. yeah one would think maybe they got permission to do that or they don't People in WWE don't watch Being the Elite, but they notice if you're... But if you're it, on it, Twitter. Well, yeah, and, and since it was his Instagram, he posted it. Yes. So I don't know, dude. It's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's petty by WWE to fire him over that if that's the big thing. It's very possible it was intentional. They they and you know what you're doing if you're doing it, which yes, which leads credence to the idea that you know maybe he wanted out. L- listen, leads they Sean credence they, to the idea. <laughs> they weren't happy at all about this little invasion thing. Yep. Uh, you know they didn't want it. They didn't want anybody to reference it, and he referenced it. So if you know the rules of things that you can't talk about, i.e., politics is or, one or Fight Club. Yes. Yeah. 
then then you don't do this. So uh, he knew what he was doing, I believed, and I think maybe he won. And listen, WWE's not for everybody. Right. Maybe he got there and said, you know what, this is not for me, but I'm under this contract. What do I do? But not get – you can get heat, but not, you know – Right. Still make you yourself employable you to somebody yeah, else. You don't yes. want to burn bridges. Yes. Right. You don't want to pull a Costanza. Yeah. So now he goes back to the indie world, and now he's and like the crown jewel. But here's the thing, and no offense to Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy I love Jacobs Jimmy Jacobs. never the crown jewel in the indies. Either. No, he's and that's the thing. He, people, I, I saw, I think it was Vice, right, about how he like he's going to change things. Like, no, he's not. No. Yeah, I love Jimmy Jacobs, and the first, my first thought when I, you know, I thought, man, this sucks when I first saw it, and then my next uh, thing was. We get Jimmy Jacobs, the performer, back, and I love Jimmy Jacobs, mm-hmm. the performer, so I'm really happy about it, especially if he ends up, you know, obviously Ring of Honor is fine, but he was, he was best in Shikara, because that's where his character really thrived, that sort of atmosphere. Yes. So if we get him there, great. He's not going to change the business in any ways, but it's fun. I will enjoy seeing Jimmy Jacobs back, and he made a great t-shirt out of it, so yeah. that, that's always the response now. Which was ready... Awful, yeah. real quick. Which is why I well, go back in to the fairness, fact, though, that that world, bro, that shirt was out twenty four hours but after that he world was has gone. Also changed. This is that why is I think that different. this was a nice little little arrangement. That okay, now I'm out. Boom, here's my shirt. Oh, boom, I'm at the pay per view. Boy, this is all coincidence, right? Yep. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Um, what's next? I don't even remember what's next. Uh, we got Austin Aries tweeting out. All uh, right. We, he said he's going to make. Uh, you know, he's looking forward to returning to the ring. He's going to make more money in the six weeks of Bingo Hall per- appearances than he would in the last four months of Big Time Money. Look, I <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. We were talking about this uh, bef- before. I I think we know enough to know that the the world has changed as far as what independent wrestlers are capable of doing. And as we've talked to more independent wrestlers, they'll remind us that it is a different world if you have a WWE background. If you're, It's different for Austin Aries than it is for somebody that is on the other way. Yes. Right? I don't doubt that Austin Aries is still making a living and is still doing just fine. I also don't know what... What his contract was like, given the fact that he was NXT and 205 Live. Right. I don't know what those contracts are. Um, I'm sure they're better for Drew Gulak, for Tony Nese, for a lot of people. Is there an argument in Austin Aries, who's been on television, Mm -hmm. not WWE, but he's been on television for a very long time, taking a contract just to get on the WWE says to himself, the truth is, it's not that good. Like, this is a contract they're offering, you know, Drew Gulak, right? Like, it's good for him. It's not that great for me. I'm sure there's an amount of hyperbole involved. There has to be an amount of hyperbole involved with this. Not necessarily. If he's he's literally just talking about, these are my first few ones, because you know that he's asking for a lot of money for his first few appearances back on the independence scene. Yes. Uh, I know he, one of the stops is Melbourne. I know that people have been talking for a while now about Melbourne really stepping up their game and really paying well for it. So it is possible that for these first few appearances, he's going to make more money in these first few appearances than he did in the last four months. Mm-hmm. I, I have no reason to doubt that. I mean, it's a weird thing to lie about. Well, if, no, it's not a weird thing to lie about. It's hubris. Yeah, but I specifically said six weeks, first four months, and and things like that. It would not shock me if he was getting paid very well for these first few appearances. Mm -hmm. Is this going to be the norm for him? No. No. Because he's, you know, once he's six months in, he's going to be a regular, you know, not a completely regular regular indie guy. He'll be, you know, one of the 
the guys who makes good money on the indies, but not crazy money. Right. And so that's going to happen. But for the first six weeks, yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me if that was true. And he could what we call book himself out of a booking. You know, he if you believe that you are the man because you were on WWE television, then you come, ask for way too come, much money. Exactly. Exactly. So, out of out of curiosity, as someone who who helps book these things, mm-hmm. how much would you pay an Austin Aries? See, that's tough because when you when you go after like an Austin Aries, the first thing and let, let's just throw a figure out there, and I'm a, I'm going to lowball it. Let's say it's a thousand bucks. Okay. Okay. The first thing you have to say as a promoter is, am, am I going to sell fifteen hundred dollars of new money? Right. Because right. Money, we just spent a thousand dollars on Austin Aries. Right. If your answer is no. You don't do it. Right. You don't do it. There's no reason. And forget about the name and what he brings to Well, you don't do it. Some people still would. Some people, and that's why they're out of business. exactly. (laughs) Well, but I'm saying that's what, you you know. know. And this is where you have to be smart is we have to separate friendship from business. I've lost a lot of friends because they can't do that because I can't – because we won't give them what they think that they, quote, unquote, deserve or what they ask for. Um, some guy, some guys, you know, who were not and not even recently on WWE television, but still want an amount of money that means I'm gonna have to sell 50 tickets here. Right, right. And if if I don't have this guy and I still have the same amount of people, it's it's not worth it. Look, so and no. I understand that there are certain areas where you say, hey, maybe we, it does, you know, maybe this doesn't fully pan out this time. But the value of saying, hey, we had this guy come out, mm-hmm. and this is what you can expect that a you know, insert promotions name here, show, like, I get that it's not always dollar for dollar, but I totally understand what you're saying. Um, Look, I don't know. I don't know with Austin Aries. I'm sure he's doing fine because he's Austin Aries. He's in a better position than most guys are that are at that level. Mm -hmm. But I still think that there's probably a fair amount of, like, say whatever you want. Did Austin Aries sell some T-shirts as well in WWE? Did Austin Aries get some merch money? Did he, you know, things along those lines. Here's the thing, and let's, let's go back for a second. Did they really do Austin Aries wrong? They brought him up very quickly. I guess, you know, I, you know if it comes and, down to the not giving him the WrestleMania royalties, like we're hearing from Neville, mm-hmm. if it's some, things like that, if he right. if he wanted to be used on Raw, because, you know, when he left, 205 Live was a complete wasteland. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't willing to let him leave 205 Live and he didn't want to be at 205 Live, maybe they didn't do him wrong, but right. they weren't really doing him right. It might either. very well be that when he agreed he wanted to, to be, be happy. he wanted to be, he didn't, it right. wasn't to be on an internet show, right? right. Like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his idea. And finally... Uh, finally, we have reports of another possible walkout at WWE, as the reports are Nia Jax uh, either walked out of Raw or was not at Raw. And uh, pro wrestling, she, Ryan Satin's site, uh, reported that she has been given a leave of absence for personal reasons. Um, no idea what to make of it. None. No clue. Obviously, it's a bigger story if this is somebody else that's walked out related to creative, which has been the illusion that we've had with Neville. Um, and perhaps Lost in Aries as well, is that it's been a creative problem. That would be significant if it's something unrelated. Then, you know, I, I'm, I'm certainly not here to try to get into Nia Jax's personal life and what might be going on. It'll be on. something to watch in yeah. the but upcoming yes, weeks. It'll be something to monitor. As, and it, I think, and, it, would be, I think and, it would be a blow. For and, no, the world sucks. That It sucks to not have Nia Jax. I mean, like, Nia Jax is awesome. And as yes. we've been talking about for some time, they have been effing that up creatively with Nia Jax. And they she have, should be the one that goes into mania. The face Oscar. Yes. As she, a champion. But she should have been champion but by now. Yes. It's inexcusable that it's taken this long. Now, right. she, she's interested just because, you know, you expect if, if Neville walks away, he's going to have a pretty big safety net there. He's going back to the independence scene. He's going to. Naya, I'm interested to see if so she. Who's never been. Right. Never been. Right. Never been to the indie scene. And, and let's face it, you know, women, even though they're on the way up, it's not like 
they're considered, you know, revolutionary like Cody Rhodes is. Right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, Aaron, get your plugs in. Uh, just check out my stuff, uh, Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone. You can find me at VAOster on Twitter. We are at, at Jobbing Out Show, and you can email us, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. All right, I know you got to roll, so go ahead. Sean and I will wrap things up. Sean, let everybody know about uh, Manchester Valley this weekend and about what else is coming up with MCW Pro Wrestling. Yes, sir. MCW Pro Wrestling in Manchester this Saturday. For more information, visit mcwprowrestling.com. Also upcoming in the Autumn Armageddon Tour, uh, Friday, November 10th in Joppa. Uh, and then Saturday, November 11th in Hollywood, Maryland. And, and some of the names that are coming out for some of those shows? Uh, some of the names include... We mentioned yes. Kevin Nash will be there on Saturday, Kevin as well Nash, as, of course, Molina. Road Warrior Animal, I believe, is uh, also in November. Uh, and his manager, Paul Ellering. Yeah, that's The cool. legendary Paul Ellering, who you don't see a lot of. No, no. And no, the fact he's on, on NXT, right, by the way. Right, you see him on NXT, right. That's where you see him. So, yes, Paul Paul Ellering will be there as well. So many people, you know, like I said, and it, it just hey, MCW Pro Wrestling is where it's at. If you watch NXT, you know that to be true. So yep, no definitely doubt about come that. out and watch the superstars of tomorrow. It's such today. a cool moment that it worked out that way with Leo and Patrick and, and Jess. Like, just a... Yeah. That's unbelievable, and, and and nothing happens by accident. Oh, I right. So that wasn't it wasn't a happenstance situation, right? No. So l- listen, I don't know if Triple H made the call or whoever. Someone knows about MCW, yeah. really cool. And so for the the two wrestlers and the referee, yep, to be a it's part amazing. of this, it's, it's amazing. yeah, it's amazing. so. Thank you to whoever awesome. did that. But yes, uh, and you're on, you're on Twitter, of course. Yes, at Sean Cradle. Very good. Uh, let me plug AJ at AJ Francis four one zero on Twitter and on can, Instagram. Can I go back? Cause I got more stars to reveal. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, because we just added them, so Ooh. I almost forgot. Oh, uh, the franchise Shane Douglas will be okay. there also. Uh, for which show? Uh, he will be at the Friday, November tenth event okay. in Joppa. Um, and I know you're gonna love this, so I know you're gonna be there. Uh, the former WWE Divas Champion or Women's Champion, I believe at the time. Uh, Candice Michelle. Oh, man. I am excited. And I know you're not going to miss Candice Michelle, who will also be on Saturday, November 11th show in Hollywood. That's awesome. That is awesome. Great stuff. Oh, and Abyss. On oh, I love. We've had Abyss on the show. He's yes. he's very cool in Hollywood. Cool. So Chris Parks, great so dude. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So yeah. Manchester, Joppa, Hollywood, get ready. Big shows coming your way in the next three weeks. Awesome stuff, man. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Uh, support AJ. He's got a record out. Uh, Frank. Uh, it's called OTA. You can find it on all the streaming services. He's got some new music videos. Put one up for Olympic gold last week. Very cool. Shot a lot of it down in College Park. We shared it out on our Twitter account. But just search Frank Olympic Gold, and you'll be able to find it. It's on YouTube. It's on. Uh, wherever you need to find it, it is there for uh, his new music video. Also support the Francis Sports Academy. I'm on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website for Aaron, for Sean Creedle, and for AJ. Uh, thanks again to Melina as well. Appreciate her. That was awesome. I'm Glenn. This has been Jobbing Out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, you know what? We're not going to wrap things up because look what the cat just dragged in. This effing guy told us he had to do Wednesday, and then he had the audacity to go get a job. <laughs> he is AJ Francis. He is, of course, the all the ones you missed during the course of the show. The beginning and and the end and the one the single one to the middle. So, well, okay. I bet you feel stupid for missing Melina this week. Uh, not because I'm 
Only because she wasn't in studio. I okay, he'll survive that. Uh, <laughs> she will, however, be at Jimmy's on Sunday night, so... Uh, I will probably be there as well. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So uh, AJ has once again joined the ranks of uh, employed Americans. He's no longer a drag on society. So uh you're back with the Redskins. We like that. Uh that is good news. Um you know, I I know how crazy this world is, but uh, you know, it 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 it, it beats not having work, I know that much. Yeah, it does. And also, um the only bummer is that sixty nine is officially dead. No No Sixty nine is dead because uh, I guess some old lineman they signed earlier in the year picked sixty nine. Okay. Uh, okay. But, now wait a second. Could you could you make some sort of offer? I wouldn't want to because <laughs> my my favorite number, the number that I had in college, the number I had when ah. I was number ninety six. Is available, and that's what I am going with. Nice, nice. Well, that is awesome. Uh, glad that you are back, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you back out there. In the meantime, you need to make your picks. Uh, what you've missed, actually, I think you're going to be really excited about what our bet is uh, this week. Our bet is l- winners, however many winners there are, give however many losers there are chair shots. <laughs> to the back, to the back. Let's be very clear about oh, this. No, not, not gonna the no. To the back, chair shots to the back. I am terrified. It was one of those last second, we didn't have anything types of decisions, so we just went with it um, in honor of TLC. All right, let's, uh, let's mow through this card. Uh, we'll start on the pre-show, Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks. Oh wow! Look at you! Look at yeah, you! I, I think I think that uh, there is a point for her to snap and go all this crazy, and she's already lost twice in a row. So I think there's a reason for her to get a, a little mini push right now, um, because somebody's going to have to get their ass kicked by Oscar after uh, Emma does. Dog, you know, you know, I'm all in. You know, I'm all in. <laughs> I just unfortunately don't expect it. So, um, the uh, the tag match from Two Hundred Five Live: uh, the Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher against Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. I am going with uh, Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Okay. Um, his name is not Brian Kendrick. It is the Brian Kendrick. I did actually say that. I did actually say that. Don't. That's a botch. No, I did actually say the Brian Kendrick. No, you said the. No, you said the. It's the. Oh, for F's sake! Oh, for F's sake! I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an extra chair shot. Uh, from how about uh, let's go next uh, to Oscar and Emma. Yep. Now, oh, by the way, you picked the first imagine, two. Imagine, imagine what how the internet would react. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, we were joking about it because we said, look, they're not going to F this up. What they're going to do instead is have Bailey beat Oscar on Monday night because that's how they're going to F it up. <laughs> that's exactly how they screw this thing up. Uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, Kalisco and Enzo. I'm going to go with Kalisco. Okay, interesting. Now that they've finally decided they're definitely going heel on Enzo, everybody else is on Enzo. 
Um, the women's championship, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Uh, Alexa Bliss. All right. Also, boy, we are really rolling through these. The demon, Finn Balor, against Sister Abigail, Bray Wyatt. That is true. Typically, the demon doesn't lose, but Bray Wyatt or it's, whoever you want to call him would be at risk of going over three. I'm going to go with Sister Abigail. All right. And finally, the Shield versus everybody the else. The Shield wins. Okay. The shield. Then how are they going to turn it around and do the same thing in two weeks? They're not. So what are they going to do? Uh, shield versus Taker and King. <sighs> All right. I mean, if they want to keep Roman Reigns' face, I don't know if that's the smartest thing that they can do, Doc. I don't know if that's the best way to go about doing it if they're trying to keep Roman a protected face. But I hear you, man. I hear you. All right. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Those are your picks. I actually already did your plugs, and I think I did them better than you could. So, frankly, I don't want you to plug anything. Um, how about you just say jobbing out and we try this again next week? I already did literally all of those exact pl- I just need you to know when you go back and listen to this and I actually bet you won't but if you do I literally plugged everything the exact same way and I did a fantastic job for you so you can go F yourself but two plugs is better than one. Ah, uh, fair enough. Steve Meeks. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. All uh, right, there we go.